Hello, welcome to The Honest Wargamer, and most importantly, the best show of the week, The Age of Sigmar Monday Show, with me, your host Rob, and my co-host for celebrating it today, Nathan, six years. Uh, six been... years today. Six years today, baby. Wow. Congratulations. That's yeah, it's and a, It's a long run. Since it's nearly the beginning. 17 years. Exactly, <laughs> soon. <laughs> That's it. I'd like everyone to know that's a reference to Nathan's ex-marriage, uh, which is very funny for us, but not really funny for anyone else. And we're also joined by Dan, who's been a fucking stan from the start, an OG and a gangster. Dan, how are you? I'm great. I'm, I'm, I've been, been here since Dispossessed were a thing, and now that they're not a thing, I don't know who I am anymore. I've lost my, I've lost my purpose, I've lost my personality, and I've lost the will to live completely. So uh, I, I don't know what happens now. Originally, you were, no, you were known as Dispossessed Dan, but you your Twitter handle's always been Dan Unsupervised, and that has always reminded that's all, that makes me think a lot more about you. Like when I'm like, ah, oh, what Dan's unsupervised <laughs> right now? Fucking sort that out. That's a mess. I, so I think that that started as a joke when I was a child because it was you know like people tell stories where it's like, oh, you take your eyes off your kids for like two seconds and they disappear or whatnot. I never dis disappeared. I would just manage a level of chaos that was never uh, never proportionate to the amount of time that I hadn't been around. Uh, and I think that that just kind of has stuck. Um, and to everyone in the chat uh, point, talking about liberators and elves and all of that jazz, uh, you, can, you can just go do something that would probably get this video demonetized in by uh youtube uh if you were to do it but uh i'm i'm a beast dan, boy now i'm a hairy beast dan, boy dan we're a proper podcast Look. fuck you youtube fuck you right <laughs> yeah. no i got actually rob this is gonna blow your mind i went i was watching back one of the shows on youtube the other day yeah. and i did what i never do which is i just duck into the comments i had a little little boop, boop into yep. the comments some of them were really nice rob to some of the thugs some of the thugs there, I think they were like the Grinch. Their heart had grown two sizes too big. Yeah. And they were giving compliments, Rob. Yeah. In the YouTube comments. Dan, don't fall for it. Yeah. Do not fall for it. Yeah, it's a trap. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> okay. they'll lure you in for a dinner and then they're going to fucking kick you right in the shins. I'm not having any of it. Right? I, my heart always will and forever. Twitch chat, as you know, they're my soul. But my heart's always going to be for the Hydro homies. Pull one out to all my YouTube thugs out there. Well, not YouTube thugs, podcast bros. Yeah, because yeah. you guys are keeping it. Yeah, and if you YouTube thugs don't like it, please do comment because which drives the algorithm and it's really helpful. Also, like yeah. and subscribe. Appreciate that. <laughs> Say mean comments to Robin, really nice comments to me. Uh, maybe that should that would be the balance. Make me feel good. <laughs> right, so... I'll... Uh, I'll on, I'll Dan. love you, YouTube. I'll love you. Rob can disown you, but I will adore you endlessly um, because the Hydro homies can't comment. Yeah. So, so yeah, water sucks. <laughs> water <Nah>. sucks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fucking... I can't believe we've been off the air. We've missed such quality like that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, anyway, uh, so uh, yeah. obviously we haven't been doing uh, some shows for a while. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, Nathan has, or well, the Age Sigma Monday show hasn't been going for a while. Uh, but hopefully it's back to its regular schedule of Monday night, mm. 7 p.m. UK time on Twitch. And if you do ever want to join in with us, the chat is full of legends like JJ Number 10, who's just subscribed, Kid with Sids. Oh, wow. Sweet. Kent, 
Kenny Lull, a bunch of legends. Uh, yeah, so if you want to ever hang out with us on a Monday and jump in the chat, please do. That'd be super cool. Uh, we'll start off with, now we're going to do a couple of things. The show is going to be mainly about what are armies of renown, which is super fun. Like, what, are, what even are they? And, like, Dan might have been keeping up to date. Nathan, mm -hmm. 100p has not been keeping up to date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is Warhammer? What? <laughs> what? Well, so, do we still use six-sided dice? Uh, we do, yeah. But like in some cases, they're square now, and they all have to be dissolvable in a toilet. It's become a very complicated world out there since we've been gone. What? Yeah, I know, Nath. It's, just, it's really tough. Also, Nath, I can't wait to ask you about match fixing. How much would you... If you were a tournament organizer, how much would I have yeah. to pay you to fix a match for me? Just like sort of pairing out. If I was like, I want to play gym, how much? Not that, Jim. How much, how much are the beers at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question. Bugman's eight quid. Uh, anywhere else? So how much? Would you... quid then, oh, two beers. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's do it in units. Right. Okay. Listen, everyone in the chat, everyone listening at home. Nathan's been away. We're going to catch up. Then we're going to talk to Dan. Nathan, you've been away. What have you been doing? Why is it that you have not been here? So we haven't been able to record the show. What's been going on in your life? I have been there. You've been here specifically at the venue, nowhere near. A... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you notice? Didn't you hear that? <laughs> bunk, bunk, bunk. You even brought me some coffee. I nice. did. It was nice, nice. coffee thing. Mm. Got that for my birthday last week. It was great. Uh, so yeah. talk, to, talk to me. Tell me. Tell me what you've been doing. Uh, just been helping out with the venue, trying to get get it so that people can distribute the urine more further over the property rather than just concentrating it in one place perfect wait now if, have you been creating some kind of trough or like like catch system because i thought the purpose of a toilet was to concentrate where where that went like i i like what kind of a plumber are you because i just got some questions if you're like what do we want equal distribution is not the answer that i ever want in a toilet it is like i, I want concentrated i want focused give me one to two places and it all goes there please yeah but you want you want it so that the people don't have to go all into the same place what's this my computer's asking me to do something go away <laughs> Shouts a cloud. All right, no. So, so you've moved house, right? That's where it all started. You oh, moved, you moved house. Yes. That as well. Yes, I moved house. Look, new curtains. Perfect. How's the move gone? All right. There's lots of stuff unpacked and still lots of stuff packed. So yeah, about right okay. for having moved house. Yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. And this uh, is a this is a place you and you and the partner have uh, you've bought, right? Like you're like you're in it now, long term. Yeah. Commitment. Another toe on the on the old ladder. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Wow. On the commitment ladder. How are you feeling about the commitment ladder? Good. Yeah, it's all right. She can't get away now. <laughs> anyway. Because she's tied up, mate. That's why. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a seller. Well, congratulations from me, the Twitch chat, and Dan, and everyone. Oh, Can we get some love for Nathan much. for moving in with his life partner? That's pretty amazing news. That's very cool. Oh. Uh, like we love that housewarming gifts. Is there a housewarming party coming up? Uh, yeah, sure. We can yeah. arrange one. Okay. Yeah, so but not one that anyone had... will remember afterwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
some people might not survive. That's cool. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, we <laughs> we'll uh, get onto that. Bit unpack some more things first. All right, good. All right, well, lovely. Uh, because it, and then you've also then been, as you said, fixing up the toilet at the venue uh, because it was in a disastrous shape. We took over the downstairs of the venue at the TSN Arena, and then the downstairs toilet wasn't even what I would describe as serviceable. Is there a technical term as a you know as a as a builder for uh, like? Could you describe the state of it? It was pretty bollocks. There was no, <laughs> like, the floor was rotten away, rotting away. It, it was, would yeah. Would you say it was, Nathan, would you say it was a punami? Uh, yeah, it was a proper dank hold. That's what it <laughs> was. <laughs> there was loads of mushrooms growing everywhere and everything. It was really and good. weirdly, half of, like, any time, like, a group of people disappeared, uh, half their number would re-emerge from the toilet, <laughs> which was really disturbing. Exactly, yeah. They'd walk out the front door, and half of them would come back in through the toilet door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Uh, so, because it's been so busy, moving in, and then, and then for some reason, you decided to choose a Monday every week to uh, come and do the, the work. Uh, we have you're like you're like I'm here today. I'm like remember what Monday is normally, and you're like oh, no idea. What do we do? And I'm like it's six. It's been six years, mate. Six years. <laughs> six years. Eleven to go. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like we're locked into seventeen. Everything after yeah, that, yeah. dealer's choice. All right. What happens That's after it. that? I move on. I'm sorry. It's just it's the stay. It's the way it works. I'm going to find a new show, a new host, a new podcast. Like that's it. It's a statute of limitations or whatever. So get your get your votes in now if you'd like Nathan in eleven years uh, for your show. Uh, right now, get your bids in. Uh, right. Uh, so uh, have you been have had any chance to play any Warhammer because you've been so busy? No, no. Okay. I've been busy with house stuff, work stuff, land stuff, toilet uh, stuff. I think, stuff. I think this is something that kind of happens to podcasts, right? Like, mm. obviously, I work full-time, creating content for the War Wargamer. Like, you know, and then eventually everyone's like, you know, Dan might be like, oh, I'm about to be on a shoot now for six months. I'll see you later, boys. Like, you know, and I think mm. you have, that's definitely why podcasts, uh, you know, eventually fall apart. So I'm glad that we're, we're back, you know, uh, in motion. Mm. Dan, you've gone nowhere. And in fact, as well as not going anywhere, you've committed to the bit uh, how have you been? And then you're also a tournament champ now. What's going? Uh, well, let's be clear, not champ, uh, but but a four and one which it's been it's Huge. been a hot minute since I've gone a gone a a, a decent four and one. Um, but uh, but yeah, I've been good. I've been great. Uh, I've I've been I'm on a war war dolly kind of renaissance at the moment. I for the event. I'd fully converted up an army and then I was slowly painting it. And then I realized if I went hard, I could paint that army for the event. And I did nothing but it, like every moment of free time was painting for about two, two and a half weeks straight to the point where I finished and it's finally starting to go away. But I had like this thick callus here on my hand really? where the hand that holds the miniature would rest against the table and because it was spending so many hours a day it just slowly wore up and so now it's flaking off so i basically i suffered for my art i suffered um i had i had an ouchie um anyway but i got the army done which was awesome because it's i've i have uh it's been a, at least four years since i did a full army paint that I just loved every second of painting it. Like it was really satisfying. I was really happy with how it came out. 
I did a, I fully converted Beast of Chaos Army because I wasn't a huge fan of all the miniatures. And then, like when I converted one unit, it didn't. The other units didn't match anymore. So then I had to convert other. And then eventually, I just converted the whole army. And there's not a single Beast of Chaos miniature in my Beast of Chaos Army except for the Herdstone, which is also converted because it. I I, I sunk too much into it. Uh, I had a great time though. The event was awesome. I, I will say I chose Beasts of Chaos because after watching a bunch of incredible players at Worlds play Beasts of Chaos, I saw it and I was like, this army is going to be very fucking hard for me to play. And I reckon I'll get better if I learn to play this army. And if I can play this army well, I will have like, I will have leveled up. I will have gone Super Saiyan level two or something like that. Like the next little step up in, in getting better. Plus I loved how it played. And, uh, and so I, I went and did that. Um, and I played a bunch of practice games with, uh, with a mate who we, we call it the fight right club. Cause we, when we play our practice games, we, we kind of have this really open, like free gaming discussion where we can make mistakes and take stuff back and like learn how our armies work and it's great fun and so i got there and i went four and one which was awesome i had five wicked games two against club mates that i've never played before um five different armies and it was it was wild and probably my the the game i lost was against Carson, uh, who is the meat king. He got he won a golden ticket from the event, and he is absolutely slaying with this wonderful toolbox uh, um, Ogre Moor Tribes list. And he's known as the meat king in the Pacific Northwest for a very good reason, because he he does things with those thick lads that uh, that just he, he deserves the title. Anyway, uh, so he's a ledge. We played. He got the win over me uh, because he he basically dangled some bait. And in my head, I was like, that's, it was that, that scene from Mad Max. I'm like, Australian bait. bait. I was like, that's bait. That's what a, was that's it? What was it? A gri- a, it was a, a barbecued kebab. Is that what it was? <laughs> no, it was a stone horn. It was a stone horn, which is meat. You know, like we, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's a thick steak right there. Anyway, he dropped, uh, he dropped it. He just put, put, put the bait out there. And I was like, I know that's bait. But oh baby, I'm gonna fuck you right up. I'm gonna take this bait, and I'm gonna. Anyway, it was he was right. It was bait, and I tried to out ogre ogres, and I got out ogred. But uh, so I lost that game. But um, my other games, I played uh, Sylvaneth with a, a big shooty bow list that forced me to adapt how I was playing turn one. It came right down to turn four. It was great. Uh, uh, that was against Sean. He was a ledge, um, beautiful Sylvaneth army there as well. But maybe my assistant, uh, the, the help I had on that one was I'd been practicing with a bloke who was playing Sylvaneth. So I was pretty, pretty up on their stuff. Um, played a game against Corn, which was absolutely wild. It was probably my most tense game of the, the tournament. And the, the bloke I played was just, just a total fucking legend. He was the best. And we had a really good, really competitive game. Um, and it was also a, a lovely game where, you know, like where we'd pre-measured things and been like, well, like I, I did this and I chose this battle tactic because of it. And then, you know, during the actual turn, maybe hadn't hadn't completely moved a unit far enough and went, well, I is it okay if I bump them there? When we measured it, they were and they've come out like all of that. So it was a great game. It was super tactical, but it was really great. Uh, and it felt fun because we both had movement shenanigans. Like he was murder lusting into combat to tie me up. And I was using bulgors to charge backwards away from stuff I wanted to kill, but to land on objectives and take objectives in the backfield 
where there was maybe like a little unit left on. And I, that, that game in particular, it was awesome. Uh, I think his name was Alex. Gosh, I'm so sorry if I got your name wrong. Um, who just, I felt like I really leveled up in that game in particular. It was, it was a blinder. Um, Honestly, Dan, there, there needs to be there needs to be a podcast or at least a YouTube show for podcasters mm. who go to events because we need like a mm. at least like a printout so we write down everyone's name. Yeah, because otherwise we look like like right yeah. now you're looking like a complete arsehole, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let's remember, I was playing against Corn. So oh yeah, okay. So he's an arsehole. Oh okay. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck YouTube and fuck him. Uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm on YouTube. I don't like the hydro homies. Remember that? Okay. This, sorry. This beautiful dichotomy. Uh, anyway, I've fuck water. Cool. I played, uh, yeah. Nathan Nathan's <laughs> got hired by of... Nestle. Sorry, Dan. Carry on. Yeah. Good. I, I played a bunch of awesome <laughs> games. I I just I loved it. I played a club mate who was playing gits and he yeeted a mangler squig across the board into bellacore turn one and almost lifted him by like three wounds and i was like that was my fucking game right there like if, if he did three more wounds so i just had the, the best time it was a great event i got coolest army which made the 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 weeks of hardcore painting um super worth it but i just i loved i loved the beast of chaos they were a great army to play um and thank you to some norwegian dude in the chat for continuing what seems to be the chat some tradition of shaming me uh with gift subs when i forget to resubscribe uh doesn't subscribe to his own show doesn't remember his people's names what the fuck I, Dan? I've got it written down. i have my book it's just not in this room i have them all i love you all anyway it was a great it was an awesome tournament i had a great idea i've been trying to get where to was it where was it four years uh kippers so it's over on vancouver island which is just off uh off of vancouver and i'd oh uh, baby I'd tried time to for a classic there. tournament report Classic tournament report. You ready? I'm going to yeah, ask you some okay, questions. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Table height. How was it? Table height was slightly low, but it like not not by much. But what I will say, huge room. So there was three like spaces. So one in between. There was only two tables to like a, a length of mm. tables. Uh, and there was a good amount. There was at least like a foot in between the two tables of blank table space and then half a foot at either end of blank table space. So there was tons of room for side tabling. The tables themselves may be a bee's dick low, but they weren't too low. Okay. All right. Not too low. All right. Okay. Um, and also like what, like yeah, not too low. And you're like, you're a good, you're a, tinder, foot, yeah. you're a tinder six foot. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a regular <laughs> six foot. Right? If I was on Tinder, I'd be like six foot four. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a human six. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, terrain. How was the terrain? Terrain was great. Uh, for I, There might have been uh, maybe a couple of tables that were a little bit maybe uh, softer, but I didn't see them anywhere. I don't think we played on them. All the terrain. The, the Pacific Northwest has a great kind of collection of people and, and terrain that rocks around to most events. It was awesome. Um, every table had at like the full eight pieces going on. And then the, I think in round one, they were like, Hey everyone, if you just check your tables, if you see that maybe the terrain isn't great, come let us know because we have a bunch of spare pieces and we'll swap it out to make sure that every table has a good, good spread of terrain. Okay. All right. Perfect. So, yeah. All right. Nice. How was the food? Uh, food was possibly maybe the one little, little letdown. It wasn't so much that it was bad. It was just that you had between all of the events and tournaments going on, the, the, the venue, the convention center had only put on 
like one or two people serving for all of those. So like by the time I got my food, the next round had started. So I was like, I was like in between things, just like cramming food. And then we, I, I was the one of only a couple of people who brought a chess clock because the, the rules pack said, if you want to play on a chess clock, play on it. And I, in my practice with the beasts, had noticed that I needed my turn four and five. Okay. And if I if I have a, a nothing turn one, if my turn one takes 10 minutes or less, it's very easy for my opponent to try to outthink what I'm going to do turn one, turn two, and take up a ton of time. And then they need turns three, four, and five as well, and I end up not having enough. So I And I said it to all my opponents. I was like, look, this is one of the first times in the Vancouver area that we're using them, and I'm a big fan of it. So if it gets down to the bottom end and it's clear when I'm not, not going to sweat about clocking anybody out but if it's tight this is my time and i need turn five to have a chance and they were like yeah that's totally fair so um that was that was super cool uh but it meant that when your round for me did go full round time i'd be like dashing over to try and get a drink or or something to to eat and then i'd be eating and one of the games i like kind of put the clock on in my time and i was like i'm so sorry can i take five minutes to finish this sandwich and i just sat there on the clock just eating my sandwich in shame uh that was great um yeah cool so that was that was the food so then uh toilets uh how were they and what was the hand drying situation toilets were great toilets were well maintained uh if you alerted any of the venue staff or the event organizer if there was an issue lack of paper lack of cleanliness they got sorted out hand dryer Um, or paper towel connoisseur's choice both both yes you could select you can have a whole bath in there then basically yeah yeah you you literally yeah it was great um uh, i had an awesome conversation with with one of my opponents and then a gentleman in the stall during it it's the first time i've seen convention toilets that were uh you know like usually the the toilets in a convention are a silent space Mm. and even if you were to go in with someone you go in and it's cone of silence no this was a very conversational one so you could be at the trough having a conversation with someone in the stall and you'd never meet them never meet them we shared some great times no that's a no from me that's not that's (laughs) not that is what the where is this vancouver island never i'm never going to there (laughs) They sound, they sound fucking awful. I go for a piss and some bloke is just shouting out the door. Like, All right, mate, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, fuck off. I'm pissing. <laughs> I hate that guy. Let's get him, Dan. No, I, I had the best time. We shared, uh, there was, you know, lots of life conversations had and I had a very good time. Now, I'm not saying everyone did that, but it definitely happened a few times. And wait, even Dan, times that wait, I didn't Dan. It. Dan, yeah. was it you instigating it? It wasn't just me every time. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Are you like, oh, also I've been to this event in Texas. Everyone in the box kept talking to me. I was like, wait, hold on. Is it you? Is it was it like this at Worlds? <laughs> it wasn't. I was actually talking to a few people at Worlds about clocks, and I was like, one of the things I found really interesting was you could tell how well someone's game was going by how quickly they went to the toilet. Like if they were, you'd see, you know, like Tom Guan would saunter slowly and really, really take his time. But then every now and then you'd just see someone like power sprinting at a full length just to there and back to their table because like this dude's not spending more than 10 seconds on a wee. <laughs> <laughs> on a wee. 
just just wrapping it up as he's doing it up just going all right great okay good well well congratulations on doing so well with your beasts uh you like because that's your first event in like you said four years you've you've emigrated since uh you know because you played loads in australia and then Mm. uh you know obviously uh that you know that (laughs) that fake virus happened uh so yeah (laughs) well so like this this event sorry i was saying i've bought four tickets to this event and i've only finally gone the first year there was like a, a wind hurricane level windstorm that stopped boats from getting across so you couldn't go and then the then the, i think there was like the the coco vovo and then last year i got uh dragged off to a work thing out in the middle of but fuck nowhere just before it happened and so this year like the lead up to it i was just waiting for the boot to drop and be like yeah nah you can't go mate so i had the best time i had a great time and uh my club was out in force. There was a ton of folks there and it was really cool because it's been a long time since we've actually had a big group of the club together. So it was just awesome seeing all of them. Has it uh, lit a fire under you for, you know, more events or that's not really possible oh, yeah. based on based on where you are? Uh, I will say, well, I've got, there's at least two events coming up early next year, which I'm super pumped for. It's lit a fire on me on uh, armies. So I'm back to converting a, a death army because I'm super excited about my dead elves. So everyone in the chat who's been giving me shit about playing elves, yeah, I'm gonna. They're all going to be dead though. Because the only thing better than a dwarf is a dead elf. And I'm going to be playing an army of dead elves. Uh, cool. But they're not going to be elves. They're going to be dead. Um, well, well, undead. Yeah. Undead. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're going to be re-dead. Re-double dead. <laughs> they're super dead. They died, they came back, they died again. Uh, whatever that is. That, that Mad Max quote. Wait, I no. live, I die, I live again. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, and it's and yeah, for events, it's rad. I'm ju- the, the trick is from being on the West Coast, a lot of the, like, East and Southern ones uh in the u.s are very tricky to get to and very expensive to get to so it's it's just a question of cost and travel but dang i'm frothy so frothy for events i'm so excited oh good all right well that, that's lovely to hear uh that's lovely to hear nathan uh obviously because you you've been so busy now everything is everything back to being settled have you started to look at oh maybe you'll try and give the gits a run out or any ideas on that front well i've got um that war in the heartlands oh are you going to war with? in the heartlands yeah, so amazing. Uh, uh, as part of the helping out, I get to go and play there as well. So, yeah. Uh, but all that's my a huge event. Still in boxes somewhere, I've... so I'm gonna have to dig out some some dudes. Have you heard uh, the drama right now? No. About War in the Heartlands. Okay, so some big internet beef right now. Uh, so in, some inquisitive minds online, specifically me, mm-hmm. uh, was tweeting the TO asking if this New Cities book was legal. And uh, the New Cities book, and then he just said, the Cities book is legal. So then loads of people to, took that as the, the Cities of Sigma book, the new one, which I don't know if you kept up, but currently we're in a two-week pre-order when the book has already been out for four months two months or two yeah. months or whatever but then also yeah. was leaked two months before that um yeah. so like the app and also battle scroll sorry war scroll builder not not about scribe hate those guys uh mm. but like that's all um also got all the old stuff in so you can't build your lists but the to mm. did tweet and say the city's book is legal which caused a fury because everyone's like which city's book which uh, people people like cats and dogs like buildings are on fire churches were just being ripped down as they should and then like uh, it just you know just a terrible series of events 
Uh, and then uh, he, and he hasn't clarified yet. So hopefully maybe mm. you might be able to get some clarity on that. I'm not sure if you know. Uh, I guess it's a good question to ask for you, Dan, and you, Nathan. Uh, mm. Earlier on in Age of Sigma, I was very much like no FAQ, no play. But with yeah. these, but Games Workshop have been very slow on the FAQs recently. They used to have a promise of it being two weeks after a mm. book came out, you would get an FAQ. But that has been that is long since been something they haven't done. So, kind of, where do you sit on that? Like, where do you, uh, Nathan? I know the answer is you don't give a fuck. But like, what, like you know, if you were to be a TO for War in the Heartlands, yeah. where would you sit? Oh, that's a tough one because you do know that some that some of the books definitely need an FAQ because they've dropped a bollock in them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, correct. Um, Good terminology. Technical. Yeah. So <laughs> it's what they say in the design industry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we dropped a bollock on them. Yeah. <laughs> Year two of my my graphic design course. Dropping a bollock. How not to? Yeah, and how to resolve a dropped bollock. That's <laughs> yeah. the other one. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like it's, it's not just recognizing; it's it. repairing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess. The problem is nobody wants to play with the old book, though, do they? Nah, not nah. Ever, not not once the new book's been out for six months or whatever it is, two years. Yeah. Uh, even, yeah, even if it has got a drop bollock. So, <laughs> I think, I, I think, oh, yeah, it's a tough one. If if it's just a small tournament, fucking just let. <clears throat> Let the drop bollock have a have a go. Swing their drop bollocks around. Nice. But if it's if it's like a big a bigger one where people are getting more serious about where their bollocks are, then maybe you should temporarily patch some bollocks into it. Okay. Yourself. That's... Yeah. Um, so do do if, do if... the do the bollock repair yourself. Don't wait for yeah. don't wait for big balls to get involved. That's right. That's all. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Dan, I guess it's the same question to you. What are your thoughts? I I think similar to what Nathan said, it for me it depends you as a TO, what kind of event are you running? Is it a fun, like community event where maybe it's not as focused on like competitive, best general, best on on table play? In which case then yeah, go for your life. Let it in. But if your point is I'm running a competitive event and you let in something where the rule, like, and the a perfect example I would give is the changes to the KO, like the the KO uh, Army of Renown, uh, Army of Renown, which I so, should we vastly, just let everyone know what should we let everyone know what that was like? Roughly? Super, yeah, for sure. So, um, so the KO Army of Renown uh, is only Grunstock Thun like characters, Grunstock Thunderers, and um grunstock gun haulers the little uh, zippy boats the ones that usually can't transport anything in the book when you moved one of those zippy gun haulers which once per game can do like a turbo boost and go an extra six inches across the board you then picked up a nearby unit of thunderers and could teleport them to where the boat is like the boat picked them up before took it and dropped them off there was no limit to how many models could be taken but the limit was that they couldn't have more than six wounds, as in the individual model. So you could teleport a unit of 20 Thunderers or 30 Thunderers across the board because they only have two wounds a model. Now what they've done is they've specified, I think it's a maximum of six models. 
meaning a unit of five and a character could be teleported. And that makes a huge difference because now what it pushes was this army that was hyper shooting, hyper demolishing everything has now been tied back more into being like seal team six which i kind of dig i'm i'm much more interested in the army now seeing like lots of little tiny units of five dwarves and their boat zipping across trying to do everything uh and and that for me was actually a really great faq however none of us would have probably predicted that was going to be the move or no, no some people would have but like that was a very specific faq i actually think it was a very good faq and that drastically changed the army now you take that army to an event in like opposite weekends before and after that FAQ, it's vastly different. And also the uh. gameplay against your opponent's very different. So for me, if you're running a competitive event, if there's not an FAQ, the army doesn't run. Um, right. That would be, if, if I was saying like it's a competitive event or because the problem is if you, as soon as the TO says, I'm going to FAQ this myself, then you are changing the rules as you see them and we didn't do that for like soul blight when soul blight was giga fucked when null myriad was totally like spazzed out insane we didn't change the rules on them and say yeah nah that's not it so why would we get to do it on say cities of sigma well okay yeah so like it's like it's kind of like the i agree with you like i think the more there should be a little bit of tears although since since you know uh the the the, the dark times uh, where we couldn't leave the house. Like, I think I've become more attracted to smaller events than I have bigger events. Mm. That's not to say I'm not excited about some bigger events. Obviously, I'm going to be in Boston in December. I'm going to be at the Everwinter GT. Shout out to Everwinter. Loads of love. Excited about that. Um, it's just an amazing city. And the uh, the Wicked Dicey guys, are, it's so, they're so wicked nicey. Uh, so I love those guys. Uh, so looking forward to that. And obviously, um, that's a larger event. Mm. So, But I'm traveling for that. You know, whereas uh, we ran an event this weekend with like 14 people and it felt like it was like, it honestly felt like a, like a bit like a house party. It was like chill, like we were all getting food. We were just talking. Uh, yeah, Andy brought his kid in at the end, his kid and his wife, uh, which was just a, a, a wonderful, beautiful thing. So we loved that. Um, and that was really fun. Uh, and, and I think Matt was, Matt won the event with the Gargant's Army of Renown. Yeah, and like we're all talking about it, we're like, what the hell is this? What's it do? You know, all those other things. But I think ultimately, and I don't think anything needs clearing up, to be honest. Me and Matt had a chat. Matt's like, technically, if with a Kraken Eater, it doesn't say you can't kick this vertically. And I was like, yeah, but a TO will tell you. And he's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and so, like, I super agree with your point, Dan, that there's some delineation between you know, like a kind of like more family group of mates, mm. club style tournament. And then yeah. I guess a larger and therefore, I guess we're going to put in brackets professional, which is obviously hilarious. Some of the professional, some of the larger mm. events have been some of the least professional events I've been to, you know, because scale creates more problems than, you know, people yeah. realize. Mm. Um, but regardless of the kind of that situation, you know, I guess I agree with you. There is that difference between the two where something should be a little bit more, I guess, standardized because normally there's a bigger prize on the line, I guess. Yeah, I think. Mm -hmm. I but, think... oh, sorry, I just wanted yeah, to finish, finish it off. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that we've seen time and again at events and needs to be the thing that we reinforce is that we need uh, TOs that have got like a bit more backbone. 
Like, mm. that's what we need. I understand what you're saying. You're like, oh, you can't FAQ stuff, etc. But, like, if there's something that comes out and it's like, on a 2+, plus, you win the game. Like, a TO is just like, you can't do that. Like, it's very yeah. easy, I think, to have that conversation. Like, I do that with at my venue. Technically, you can pile into a... Or you can move into a garrison or pile... Basically, you can garrison into combat. Yeah. 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 And then I'm just like, no, you can't. People are always like, when they come to the event, I'm like, by the way, obviously no one can garrison into combat. And people are like, mm. oh, yeah, obviously. And I'm like, because it is an obvious yeah. thing, because it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost yeah. like, that's the rules. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what, that they're the rules. They're stupid rules. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of my place on it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think, like, the, the hard part with making, like, when saying, like, yeah, you've got to make decisions, is it's really easy. Uh, to just let people do what they want because often it comes from a place they're like oh but i really want to use the new cities book or i really want to do this or i really want to do mm. that and you're like that's that's super cool and i really want you to enjoy your hobby however there the you do need to kind of like pull rank at some points and be like but unfortunately it's a no because we don't have any clarification on this army or and i think the the thing it comes down to is if it's a friendly kind of kind of smaller community local like rad thing if somebody wins with cities of sigma people are like yeah cool jiminy cricket won with his cities of sigma list and that's wild that's so great cool to see but if uh if it's not that and if it's a big competitive thing say someone wins your event they take out the top spot they go first or their best general best overall whatever it is they get the trophy they get the tickets they get the prizes whatever the hell it is um and then like a month later we get the faq and you're like well he actually would have lost all of his games because they've changed that or they've clarified that doesn't work this way or whatnot then what you've actually kind of done is damage the results of your competitive tournament by by allowing something before it, it, we had any like like oh uh, uh, dan clarity like, on the rules i'm so on board with everything you're saying but I think so many events are just utter clusterfucks. Yeah? yeah. Like, it's like, you know, because there's also that, like, like everyone's like, everyone's like, yeah, okay, let's take this seriously. I'm like, okay. So on Saturday night, we all went out and we were hammered until three in the morning. <laughs> are you like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like two people yeah. in the morning couldn't make it and one was sick on himself. Uh, and you're like, <laughs> right okay like i but i agree with you i guess it's kind of what the event is who it mm. is uh you know you know and no judgment i think people just mm. making stuff that's fun because i think having all the new stuff in play like the new city book as an example has got nothing egregious in it but like they might nerf mm. some stuff yeah. they might be like that needs nerfing but that's different mm. that's different yeah. to what what does what do does that make sense yes like i Kippers was great. I re big shout out to Andy because he just said um, he was like, "Cool, new sit. We're not using the new cities book because there's no FAQ and the book hasn't actually been released yet. Doesn't matter that it's out there and it's everywhere. The book hasn't been released. We're not using it." And I was right. like, "Sick." And then he was like, "And we're also not using any of the armies of renown because that book will have just come out and it won't have gotten any FAQs and there won't be any understanding." of that book yet like it i think it came out the day lists were due or something like that yeah and i was like great awesome cool there were a couple of people who were a little bit like they really wanted to do certain things with it um but i was like great thank you clarity bulletproof still filled the tournament um i think the coolest story for me that came out of uh that came out of kippers was 
one of the one of the players is a, a lovely bloke in my club great player beautiful hobby as well uh he had a super rough night's sleep on that first night um and then on the the first day of the tournament he was like you know what i actually i don't i don't feel like competing and then he just went to the to and was like hey do you need a hand toing he was like yes and so eric is his name total legend of a guy uh he ended up toing and he's been bit by the to bug he's super keen he's like i'm toing again in i think january he's toing again like and i was like yes more tos like more and he's a, a lovely bloke he's just when uh, I, I saw him with a couple of times where there were rules things and, and he'd listen to both people and then have a look and then make a decision. I was like, yes, get this man a TOs. Let's get him like a black stripe TO Jersey or something like that. Cause, uh, cause yeah, he was a, uh, it was an absolute ledge. Um, okay. And, uh, and yeah, cool. I think that, that was cool. More TOs, more, more beautiful people going to be running events. Okay. We love that. That's good energy. Okay. So that's come up recently, the, the FAQ thing, mm. because, and I guess that's going to lead into when we talk about in a bit, all these Ooh. armies of renown, uh, because Segway. there's, because there's, there's loads of kind, there's basically like eight new armies out that mm. all need FAQs. And obviously mm-hmm. lots of people are really excited. So I think that's worth that. I think that's, I think that's definitely something that we should cover. I think that'd be really fun. I do have some other news. Uh, kind of yeah. honest war game related news if you guys are interested. Mm. So Dan, you know Always. this is uh, you know this as well. But like the honest war gamer, well, I guess it's me. So I ha- I am now the media lead for the Age of Sigmar yeah. World Championships. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I, Ooh. as I've always said many times, Ooh. the Honest Wargamer is a collaborative process. Yeah, it's, it's not just the chat. It's people on the Honest Wargamer Patreon. It's me, it's Nathan, it's Dan. Dan and me did. Dan was incredible at World. Shout out to Scrivo, you know, Mark, all the people at World. So just great. Like, Charlie, everyone. So, like, loads of great people. Ham's fan, love you. Uh, like, loads of great people. Um, so... It's been a collaborative process. So I guess kind of like a quick question to you both and also anyone listening to this show, is there anything you'd like to see from the Age of Sigmar World's media leads? Also, Nathan, you're now publicly responsible for a World Championships. How do you feel about that? World Championships of what? (laughs) Age of Sigmar, (laughs) you fucking... You you, you 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 potato fuck right <laughs> why <laughs> i'm not responsible for that yeah you are i've just no like because because tom so shout out to tom tom Medgins is the is the uh tournament mm. organizer um tom uh, uh and dayton's the commissioner <laughs> Uh, and I know Dayton is going to back is me he? up on this. Yeah, Dayton. Dayton. Dayton yeah, that's right. Dayton, who you went partying with, is the commissioner, yeah. right? Yeah. No, but see, that's the perfect balance. Like Dayton is a loose enough unit to 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 get the party going, but then he's got enough dad energy to pull people oh, yeah. in line. Oh, and yeah. I think that's what you need. You need a combination of like dad energy while skydiving naked, and that to me, that's Dayton. All right, perfect. You know, like, I could just see him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great description. So, so then you've got Tom, and they said that I could develop my own media team. They were like, okay. they, I mean, like it's it's always been me. I've always done it every single year. No one else mm. has done anything. So, like, obviously it's me. They're like, you could develop your own media team. I was like, oh, oh, shock. I'll just do whatever I like because no one fucking yeah. knows what I'm doing, right? So what I decided is that you two are in my now media team. Yeah, congratulations. So okay. Can I have... 
can I have a title like propaganda and slander or something like that? Like <laughs> done. A, a, Absolutely <laughs> done. Because if yeah, because like the those videos that I made leading into worlds about all the countries, so many people came up to me and they were like, oh. I thought that was really funny. And then other people were like, you called us bog snorkelers. <laughs> I was like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. But you brought cruel boys to worlds. So what do you want from me? Whales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whales, you idiots. Uh, they were great videos, Dan. I agree with Dietrich in the chat. So uh, you're, you're now propaganda and slander. Congratulations, Dan. Right. Uh, Nathan, yeah, I'll, I'll what, get a badge made up. what yeah. role can you see yourself playing as one of the media leads for the Age of Sigmar? Importantly, <laughs> the, not only the game that you play, but the game you're on the show of, right? <laughs> like, what would we be talking about? Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not letting you get to me today. You're not doing it. Right. I think, I think like, what about, like, the bog unclogger? Like, Nathan, <laughs> no. like, he finds the problems and he fixes them. Oh, that's kind of good. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, it's we're using the toilet as a metaphor for uh, <laughs> all the things Nathan is What about of. the, like, the bollock fixer? Because yeah, I yeah. feel like that's helpful. Yeah. Dropped Nathan... bollock aficionado. <laughs> bollock whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Speaking of Nathan, when I was at the event, I ended up talking to a few people, Nath, who were like, they like follow you on 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 the Twitter sphere, and uh. regularly were like, yeah. So I see him and he posts stuff, and it's like Warhammer related, or he gets tagged in Warhammer related stuff, and then I just see stuff where he's like at Shambhala or like at a, a <laughs> at a thing, and I was like, yeah, yeah, he's the coolest Warhammer player. Like he goes, he's a he's a tradie who then ends up at like psychedelic festivals and then dominating in war dollies. You're possibly the Triforce of Power. Is he? Is he? Is he? <laughs> yeah, of course, he doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. This isn't a story like like whether the hero knows that they're the hero, Rob. This is the kind of story where the hero kills the bad guy and has no idea that he's done it. No, it's not. This is the hero where the guy is fucking drunk as hell on and high on mushrooms in a forest. Yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> If this was a more, if this was a more, if this was a war movie, Nathan is the thin red line. Yeah, that's what he is. You're like, what is this movie? Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, anyway, shout out to thin red line fans for some reason. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Have you ever watched that? that? Have you what ever watched that? No. What is it? It's a war movie. I think the director's like mental. I can't remember, or they're one of the main lead actor. But it, like Dan will know probably even better than me. But it's uh, it's it's it was like shot with like there's so many famous people who were in the movie who the mm. director at the end was like, nah, I'm just gonna cut that. I don't like them. Like yeah. whole whole huge scenes, and it's like it's three and a half hours sprawling kind of like like drug inducing like and you're like how much did you shoot loads dan like have you ever seen yeah, how much yeah. is on the cutting room floor it's crazy uh but i love that movie but it's a very weird movie you think it's going to be a war movie and then you're like what it's like yeah it's very odd anyway sorry it's like rambo the first rambo you're just yeah. like what is going on here <laughs> yeah 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 or um or that was the what's the tarantino movie with selma hayek's a vampire um oh, oh. dust till dawn yeah yeah. yeah, like just all dawn. You're like, okay, a little buddy cop adventure, and then you're like, what? Why are there vampires? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, <laughs> swerved so hard. Yes. Uh, that was great. It was uh, great. It was good. Yes, all right, you so didn't know where you're going, <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> a great ride, Nathan. Uh, what role can you see yourself playing as in, in the media team? 
I don't. <laughs> why do you ask me this question? I don't fucking know. That's uh, why I, I ask will... it. Because <laughs> you like silence <laughs> on the radio, especially with your hands like that, Rob. You look like a you look like a dot com millionaire CEO. Like that's why I ask. Looks like a monk praying for something. <laughs> it's like, where is God? God's not there, Rob. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna put you in. We're gonna put you in as the head of PR, public relations. Okay, no. Oh, actually, I know what we're gonna do. We're going to put you, if that's okay with you, in a kind of customer service role. We're going to set up an email. I'm going to put it on your phone so people can email questions that they might have. And then <laughs> and then you will be responsible for yes. replies. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. reply. Yeah, they'll, so good. They'll be, like, they'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And you'll be like, what and game I'll are you reply, talking about? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, blah blah blah. But it, now, just respond to all of them with pictures. You know, like if they like ask you a question, you just respond with like a photo, and they're like, "What does that mean?" You're like, "If you don't know, you don't deserve the answer." Like, Correct. Just leave yeah. it. Yeah, perfect. Either that, or I'd like because Dan, a couple of things that you're excited, um, you might be excited about. I have two things. I've already set up. Well, I've, I'm in negotiations with getting a theme tune made for age of sigma worlds yeah via like a rap video awesome. <laughs> cool awesome. okay so like most esports big events have uh so yeah. I, did, I talked about this on stream the other day but most esports events have this big kind of they normally have like a live performance i think mm -hmm. like league of legends recently had little naz uh yep. so i'm hoping if we if we if we spend enough money we might be able to get bread <laughs> That's what I'm aiming okay. for. Okay, so yep. I'm aiming for. That'd be pretty good, right? So and if there's not a line where there's something like bread says your toast, <laughs> I'll be really disappointed. So I've asked bread. Really disappointed. Bread has said, "I'm not sure." A, he wants to do it. Uh, B, he can do it. And then C, he can be bothered to do it. So I really, I really respect that level of like effort. So I'm going to hound him religiously yeah. now every day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, bother him on social media. That's the way to get a result out of it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. If Perfect. Involved. They can all email. Oh, chat, it, chat. If you so, I'll I'll put uh, for people, podcast people, and also YouTube thugs. I'll uh, I'll include. I guess what I'll do is I'll just dox spread. Uh, I'll include his Twitter <laughs> account. Uh, so <laughs> The only other one I would suggest, Rob, is see if you can get like epic rap battles of history. I, I just remember watching them on YouTube a million years ago and just have them do like a Warhammer versus Warhammer vibe. Okay, that sounds fun. I mean, listen, these are all, we'll, we'll, we'll start brainstorming later. Um, and then, so that's one thing I have organized. And the other thing is I'm in negotiations with a uh, sculptor because I thought every year we could have a, we could have a miniature basically to represent mm. like so we would have a mascot and also a miniature and uh, we we're aiming for a wizard that does spells like a blizzard wizard but in clogs and looks fairly you know like uh amsterdam where the the dutch live fuck yeah that yeah. rob yeah. Yeah. i have i have two questions first miniature clogs great probably needs a red light over its head just to be really authentic yeah okay perfect the other thing did did you say mascot yeah a mascot okay yeah i See, have a yeah. new role for nathan <laughs> <laughs> yes well we yes that's such a great idea now now but wait go with me on this one go with me nathan i think you're yeah. gonna love this probably 
Probably. Depends on where you sit on the furry spectrum. But full mascot suit. Yeah. Just like just like at a major sporting event. And then Nathan has carte blanche to do whatever he wants for the whole event. <laughs> you know, like you see all those videos of like mascots going and fucking with members of the audience. Like Nathan just rocks up in this massive uh, mascot outfit and then just dumps a bucket of dice onto someone's table mid-game. <laughs> Dan... Dan, this is what's even better is if the mascot is literally just like a headband with a set of bunny ears, like no more effort than that, just normal clothes, yeah, just like that's the that's the whole that's the whole outfit, zero effort, just a pair of bunny ears, like the official mascot of worlds is the Zimbabwean bunny. Yeah, and no one no one's gonna be like, oh, like, oh, what you don't want the African bunny to represent worlds, you racist. Yeah, like yeah. we've got so much defense there. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Okay. Nathan, what would you prefer? Customer service? Mascot? Uh, I'm quite into wearing rabbit ears, so yeah, I'll go with the rabbit ears. Yeah, yep. I thought Nathan would be about the costume. There it is. Well done, Dan. Dan, that's a genius. That's why you're at the head of banter that's, and that's, blogging. Uh, what was it? Uh something in slander yeah uh, yeah whatever but, it was yeah gander and slander all right perfect Pander and slander i will put nathan in a panda outfit job done <laughs> all right so head of worlds uh th to, to to be serious for a moment i i do have one plan uh which i'm trying to I hopefully we'll get it towards the end of the week but i'm not sure so basically what i would like to what i'm going to do is i'm going to set up uh, a discord server for worlds um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it so that each one of those Discord servers is like like invite only, and then there's going to be a uh, like a main chat server, and then e like each one of those subgroups, if that makes sense. So like a dis on the Discord, and then the idea is I'm going to like I'm going to reach out to like you know the captain of Team Canada as an yeah. example, and I've spoken to Tom and Dayton about this, and they've said I'm cool to get ahead, and then I'll be like, hey, so here's a space where you as the head of the team are going to be able to communicate with um, you and the team. So, like, you know, we'll get all the right flares up. We'll be like, you know, Team Canada, Team Canada. Uh, like, And you'll only, if you're in a, an official team or in the squad, you'll get that official flare. No one else mm -hmm. will be allowed to have it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then this is a space where you can put all of the people who are excited about Team Canada and want to support Team mm -hmm. Canada in it. Um, and then, you know, I'm going to be public about it and try and get those people in there as well. And then what I'll do is like, I'll also set up like a couple of sub bits in there, like a place where they can say, oh, there's all these national events on and that other stuff. So basically a, sp a space where the team can communicate with its like nation, if that makes sense, but also mm. where the nation can communicate with the team. Because I think that that's actually yeah. quite desperately lacking. And then have a public mm -hmm. space where all of the fans and the teams can interact with each other. Then hopefully, that's as awesome. we and then hopefully as we build up towards worlds, there'll be a little bit more, uh, like you know that you know that banter will build up a little bit. And I think it'll be like a nice, mm. fun space because the problem is many of us are spread across loads of different social media platforms. You know, like yeah. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. So I thought try and get a big community together because I think two things I'd like to. I have two goals that I'd love to achieve by coming mm -hmm. around to worlds i'd like the teams to have more i don't want to say i don't want to say accountability but i'd like to say more kind of like because they're representing a nation 
right? So mm-hmm. I feel like in that situation, like it's all, it's very easy to be like, well, it's us eight and like no one else is getting involved. So like, whatever. It's like, okay, but yeah. you, like you're wearing the flag of a country. So you it, represent a country. Yeah. And that's, it's what people get excited for. Yeah. So you, 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 you have some responsibility to the players in your country. I do mm-hmm. think that, but yeah. similarly, I'd love it if we could, uh, I'm going to try and sort out a process so that, you know, I, if I, let's say I was a fan of like team Scotland, I could start buying Team Scotland merch and I'd be like, that's cool. And then that money that they make from that merch could go towards paying for flights or food or, you know, those other things. I think, because I think that that's that's basically how clubs survive, right? Mm. You know, like, you know, football clubs and things. And it feels like that's the right way to go. Because I don't know, Nath, is there any country, if there was a Team Zimbabwe, would you buy a Zimbabwe shirt? You know, Team Sweden. Yeah, yeah. I know you love the Swedish. Whose nation? Whose national team would you uh, buy a shirt of? Hmm. Yeah, probably Sweden. And maybe the place where it's where it's being held. Where's it being held? Netherlands. Uh, Netherlands. Yeah. Where the Dutch yeah. live. Where the Dutch yeah. live. Yeah, buying one for the Netherlands would be cool because that's where it's being held. Mm-hmm. Especially if it was like a celebration one, because then it doesn't have to be. You know, it could be like doesn't have to be their kit it could be like oh we've made this yeah. specifically yeah. for because i think that'd be fun dan i want a team an aussie one? shirt a i want a team i've got i've got my aussie shirt i'd buy i'd buy a canadian shirt i'd buy an aussie shirt but i want a team ref shirt um only because uh it just yeah it was rad uh and honestly the, the the truth is is that the the teams that I would want the most are I saw a lot of the Nordic teams in the gym every morning just ripping weights and these were the same blokes who every photo they've got a beer in their hand yeah and are just demolishing a beer and yet I'd go to the gym and I'd be like I'd be sweating a little bit getting the beer out of me and I'd like jump on a treadmill or I'd start doing a little bit of weights and there they were with just like quadruple the weights but as a team working out. I want those jerseys. I, what I want is is Nordic Viking workout wear, uh, and that's what I, that's what I'm going for. All right, okay, that's good. Like, because I feel that's that's the one thing I would like to do. I think, and the one thing that we probably should try to do is make it so that the people of a country feel more connected with the people who represent them, and the people who represent them should feel more supported by their country. That feels like yeah. the right thing to try to engender, right? In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's a goal. If that's okay with you two, as other media leads, as propaganda and slander, I'm all for it. As Nathan. long as it's either propaganda oh, yeah. and it's building someone up, or it's slandering them and breaking them down, that's you've got a clearance from me. Yep. Ten out of ten. I'm Nath? either putting it together or I'm tearing it down. <laughs> Sounds good. It's a yes from the bunny ears. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm afraid while while you are indeed actually uh, the bunny ears mascot, you you've been given a new name, which is International's Relations Manager. So that's your job. Structural Relations Integrity Plus. Supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to meet these graphics when I get home tonight. I'm like I'm so excited. Right, okay. <laughs> Can Nathan just actually have all of these titles? So it's like where everybody else has a title and one name. Nathan has his name and then just a full half dozen. Like yeah, I'm gonna make it like Daenerys. Names. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First of his name, Mother the bunny-eared god. <laughs> I might just set him up calls with different esports organizations. <laughs>
anyway, all right, okay, so that's some news that's out. <laughs> Uh, so we're the, the yeah. Uh, we should probably start talking about armies of renown. Uh, is what we should do. So let's let's start there, uh, which I think is is fun. So um, armies of renown. What are they? Who are they? Why are they? Is a great couple of when questions. When are they? When are Where they? Where are they? How are they? I I got to I, I got to say that my favorite thing about the armies of renown. Before we get into it and explain what they are, Nath is that Games Workshop put an article up today being like, yeah. what are armies of renown? As of, as of this point, they've sold a book and also put another book on pre-order containing a total of eight armies of renown. And then it's only today they're like, by the way, what are these? Yeah, You're like, well, could you have told us before what the plan yeah. was? I have a feeling that, you know, when you just do something and then you realize it's confused so many people and you're like, <laughs> yeah. did we not check that it was confusing? <laughs> you know, like, like it's just like, which I, I have that all the time on film sets where 90% of the time people know what's going on because it's the same structure every day. Same with Warhammer. Mm. A lot of the time book comes out army comes out, models get released. Pe FAQ comes out, play with book. Yeah. Very straightforward. Then every now and then it's like Cities of Sigma, where it's like leak book comes out, book comes out, but not out, but then release, but then pre-order, but then two-week window, and then FAQ, you've got to uh, turn around three times and sacrifice a goat and use a Ouija board to find out, do I get to score the battle tactic if I suppress the unit with the unit that kills it? Uh, like, it's, it's like all of that kind of shit. Um, but... Previously, it was very logical. Where this one, it's like, so we're releasing a book now. The first book is going to have characters. I think was just well. Was yeah. Should, 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 and... should I should I take us through what they are what they are so far? What the yeah, because okay, because so... the first Dawnbringers book wasn't armies of renown. It was regiments of renown. Yeah. Right. So th so there are currently two books that are out, and then there is a third book on pre order at the time of recording. Is right. yeah yeah exactly. They there are an unspecified amount of books, but we think based on doing some tricky guesswork that it's roughly about five. So two more to go. Mm. The first book had four regiments of renown in with four unique characters, which you would use in regiments of renown. Regiments of mm. renown are used like allies that you put into an army. Uh, and yes. then you have to take those specific units and they get a buff. So they're very much like old War Scroll Battalions. Mm. Okay, perfect. And then with no announcement at all, literally <laughs> zero. And that also, sorry to be clear, that made sense because regiments of renown already existed. Yes. We had the rules, we had the structure, we knew what they were. So they that was like, it makes sense. It's just more of what you already had. Like, we got it. Exactly. And then even then, when they introduced Regiments of Renown, they were very much like the mercenaries that they set mm. up previously, like in Age of Sigmar 2. So we were like, okay, we're vibing. What's, what's yeah. cracking off? And then they were like, book two, <laughs> yeah. four armies of Renown with characters. And everyone was like, stop. What? And listen, yeah, like it was a whole situation. So mm. there was a there was an Iron Jaws set of rules that were released as a PDF. Very, yeah. very weird. And then yeah. we had these. Then we kind of went into it like, oh, yeah, we get to find out all the rules. They're like, but they're in armies of renown. So an army of renown is a army that uses none of the allegiance abilities of its main army. It also uses none of the enhancements of its main army. 
at all. And instead, all right. it's very restricted to units it describes that it can have. And then that's it. And then it has its own command trait, artifacts, battle tactics. Uh, in yep. some cases, a prayer law. But basically, anything from the book just doesn't apply. And then sometimes faction terrain will apply, sometimes it won't. And then in the worst kind of combo as well, is they then also made it so that there's fairly, there's quite a few kind of unique units, which also can then all now take command traits, which is they already did in the Vrycross book, for, like what well, in the Soulblight Gravelords book with the Vrycross dynasty. So they already did that in the Soulblight Gravelords book, and now we're in a situation where you can give unique units command traits again, which is honestly a, a, a mindfuck. So also, can you take can you take spell enhancements? Can you take prayer enhancements? There's a load of things, right? That's yeah. kind of like up in the air. But basically, so Nathan, explaining it and not experiencing it before, have you got any questions? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I don't know what to ask, really. But okay. yeah, it sounds confusing as fuck. It's really um, not, though. It's it's not. It's basically... It's, they're like their own army. Yes. But sometimes they will use bits of... that. Like, does the truck... Like, the troll one yep. does use the moon, doesn't it? So it, it uses the moon, bits, but it's written into its, its own thing. Its own... Yeah. Uh, so it's but it's still the moon. It's under its own thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're little self-contained battle tomes, really. Yeah. 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 So my first, my first, exactly, that's so that's exactly what they are. And as of recording, so that was the first book, four new armies are renowned, everyone's like, what is happening? And then a new book, four more armies of renown, with probably two more books, taking us to a grand total of 16 armies of renown. So... Mm. I guess there's a way of thinking of it as 16 new armies or 16 ways to play. Obviously, not in, not counting the, the big pig one, so 17 technically, uh, just because it's terrible, Nath, sadly. Uh, but, like, they're, they're potentially 18. And if there's another book, if there ends up being six books, it'll be 20, which is an amazing amount of new and don't stuff. don't forget, four regiments of renown. Oh, yeah, in addition from, yeah, the first And bit. also those, because everyone's obviously really excited about them and is definitely using them. <laughs> or if they go back to doing those in the new books. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't Fast know. Fast and loose, baby. Fast what, and loose. What happens when they start doing battalions of renown? I hadn't even, even considered that it would change or, again. Oh. What about, there could be a patrol of renown. <laughs> Heroes of renown. Yeah. Battle oh. plans of renown. Okay. Please, wait, also, shut up. What if they hear you? Like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're still writing that book. We've got some ideas. Yeah. Just quickly yeah. copy and paste. What is it? Heroes of renown. What do they do? It's the same hero, but they've uh, less consonants, more nouns. We renown them. What I love is I know what? that loads of people at GW watch this show. So shout out to all of you. You're great people. You deserve more money. Get paid more money. Uh, your CEO's a wanker. Uh, but like, uh, I love that they're there like, oh, maybe a quick cheeky hero of renown. Good work. Nathan, yeah. head of media relations for Age of Sigma <laughs> Worlds. And also the bunny-eared latex god. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Iggy Bonk is in the chat with the renowns of renown, which I'm excited about. Yeah, let's All go. Right. Yeah, that's where you take an army of renown. Oh, you take a regiment of renown in an army of renown, led by a hero of renown on a battle plan of renown. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Jesus. That is, that's a lot of renown. Well, so, okay, so that's the situation we're at. Uh, so they, their own way of playing their own army book, and sometimes they have released new models for it. In the, in the KO one, absolutely, for no reason, they made KO way better or, you know, a side grade, but made them still good uh, with no new minis. And then for the Iron Jaws one, they released loads of new pigs and they were like, let's do this. And it was terrible. So much so that they've had to do an FAQ to be like, ah, oh, you could just use it in Iron Jaws, though. And everyone's like, yes, we will yes, do we that. Can. Yeah, yes, it's... that is how we will be doing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess my first question to the chat to ah, oh, and to one of my favorite people, Milladin from France. What's up? Uh, also, Milladin. one of the people that inspired me to start playing Beast of Chaos as also, well. Also inspired me to play Beast of Chaos as well. Yeah. There's only what like I think of Worlds. Who really impressed me? Him and Vlad were very good. Mm. Vlad the Impaler. Mm. Uh, all right. Anyway, so what we're saying for for people in the YouTube comments, people in the podcast, you can't ask any questions. Sorry, silent masses. Uh, I guess at this point, it's time. <laughs> it's time for you all to tell me how you feel about the existence of armies of renown. Dan, I'm going to kick off with you. Nathan, I'm going to ask you after. Mm. How do you feel about their, you know, their creation and existence as a format? I kind of love them as a concept. Mm. Like I kind of really dig uh, the thing I I liked about where army sub factions used to be is that they when the books did them well they drastically changed how you built and played an army you know at the moment uh the the sub factions are more like little skews one way or another uh soul blights maybe is the la most recent book with them that would drastically change the layout uh, maybe obr as well but um but you look at like say uh cities your sub faction is actually just one army ability and it's singular. Whereas previously we saw big swings towards types of units or gameplay styles. I really like that the armies of renown encourage that. Do I think that they've nailed it in execution? No, but I like, I would say that to use the KO one as an example, and we already spoke about the, the FAQ, the, the changes to the rules for the, the KO one. I think it went from being like this god awful, uh, overwhelming shooty 30 model double shooty kind of garbage to now this multiple small unit SEAL Team 6 kind of thing. And I'm super okay with that. I really, that, that I find quite interesting. Um, but then there are ones like Trug, which are pretty flat. And, and like no one read the Trug's Warherd War Scroll, I, I would assume, and was like, I want to take that to an event. Oh, done. Not true super not popular true. super popular you're kidding trug herd is going oh trug, yeah. trug Why wouldn't... not because of the rules though but because of, of trig of... yeah yeah oh, yeah 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 of because of, of trig and trug yeah, yeah. but i mean like it would have been cool to see those be a little bit better well um, i know sorry yeah, Dan, I... I, sorry like i made a bit of a yeah. joke there i actually think yeah. uh, when it comes out in the wash that maybe run running glogs mega mob because it gives you more options is good but I would think you might see some Trugs Mega Mobs 
go four one five zero over the next six months. Really? I think so. I think right, like I'll be, be happy to see that. It's a lot of it's like it's a it's basically if you roll a six at the beginning of the game, you have a Nurgle army that can like absolutely punch <laughs> yeah. your head in. Very true. Like, yeah. and that's quite yeah. difficult to deal with. You got a lot of healing. Hmm. Like, there's some legit. And stuff. all you need to do is roll one six, which means you got to get out your toilet dice. Yeah, and you perfect. just nail that six every time. Um, but yeah, I just I I like them. I think in the question of should they be allowed in tournaments, which I've seen floating around, I think they should. They're they're a they're a matched play army once they if they've got an FAQ, which they have, so clearly they are getting updates and balances. Um, then we don't get to pick and choose what is and isn't a matched play army. Because I know a lot of people when Soul Blight were flooding the board would have loved to be able to say, That's not a match play army. Mm. Or when uh there were 27 Skyfires shooting you off the board turn one, you would love to say that's not a matched play army. We don't get to choose what is and isn't. We just get to roll with the punches and hope that it gets balanced through being played. So if you see, like, for instance, Soulblight dominating the meta, they got an FAQ. You see, uh, or they got balance point balances. If we see KO shooting the hell out of everyone, let them have their time in the sun, and then we'll see a balance. Uh, and that's... That's where I come down with them. There aren't really any that make me desperately want to play an army of renown or pick up those armies. But there's, like you said, there's potentially another eight to twelve more coming out, so you never know. Beats of chaos army of renown when? <laughs> well, when your army gets squatted in fourth, no, never. Uh, but like, uh, don't the... you dare! You can't squat beasts. Do you know how hard we have to punch up to get into the four and one bracket? Dan, I've been saying this for like a year. They're definitely getting squatted. Old world, they're going out of the wilderness and then they're just coming out square bases. Like I can see the goat based video games Workshop makes now, right? Goat based, um, yeah. <laughs> so what are the, what do you think? Round bases just don't work for them because they're hooved. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. like <laughs> it's gonna be really weird, right? Okay, Nathan, what's what's your take on how do you feel about armies right now? Um, obviously, I've not been involved so much recently, so. Uh, it's probably less of a thing for me. Uh, not that excited by it. Uh, although it does, I guess it then, if they didn't have the armies of renown, what are they going to fill those books with? Because mm. isn't that a big chunk of the rules, like the actual text in those books? Uh, yeah, a significant portion. There is an ongoing like meta narrative, um, uh, but I'm, and I, I am going to do a review show on those, but I'm going to get to those. Mm. One, I'm doing a Cities of Sigmar review show at the minute, so we're going to do that after. Uh, but yeah, there's, there is a meta narrative, but sure. The, the, what the interesting thing is, I guess, is that they're also, they're also connected to these big miniature releases, like, you yeah. know, in, in some cases, which I think is really interesting. Obviously, in the Iron Jaws case, they've literally FAQ'd them. So they did that last week. They've FAQ'd them so you can use them more easily inside an Iron Jaws army. Because at yeah. release, they were just disconnected and you basically... You could take them, but you couldn't take command traits or artifacts. Or, mm. And the scene is like two of them. Two of them were heroes. Like, it, it felt really weird with the big pig. Um, but yeah. this, this new one that's coming up, there's a brand new Stormcast Dragon. Uh, yeah. Well, there's technically a dragon yeah. who's been groomed oh. by a Stormcast guy, but we're not getting to that today. And then also, like, who waited until he was like a he was like collected because he was kind of dying or he was really decrepit, and then he took yeah. it. So I have a, a feeling child that dragon, actually... a child dragon. No, I. You know what I think it is, Rob? It was one of those TikTok, Instagram celebrity wankers who finds a really fucked up pet and is then like, "Oh, look at me saving him! Oh, this is how he looks now! Oh my gosh, <laughs> I saved him from the streets!" That's what a Stormcast did to a dragon. 
dragon. Yeah. He was like, whereas the dragon was probably like, I live in Shaish. It's a fucked up place. I eat skeletons. Yeah, but I'm living my best life. He's like, no, you're not. Come here. Let me give you a warm bed. <laughs> well, all, all I see is that stupid Lord Relictor is just a, a thirsty TikTok person desperate for views. Well, I see him as a as a, a priest who's groomed a young dragon, so I'm not actually sure which one's worse. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but the um, but yeah, so you have got the dragon uh, who is obviously like not only is he part of like a dragon wing, but he's a legitimately good choice uh, mm. rules wise inside a Cities of Sigmar army, a Stormcast mm. army, like his good ally. Then for Silverdeath, you've got Big Bug. And Big Bug's also excellent inside the Silvereth army, mm. probably inside yeah. their army of renown, and then also you know, independent. So they're also tied into these big miniature releases as well, which is cool. So we are getting these kind of like these big releases. But uh, sorry, Nathan, I just wanted to let you know that there's all these minis coming out as well at the same time. Oh. Um, I want, yeah. What do you think about that? Because I think that's quite fun. Yeah, I mean, it would be good if uh, if the the rules are, like i'm less interested in the armies of renown stuff i think it's just too much we've got enough enough armies just make the armies work together more more nicely well like, like an ally system or something that was a little bit better well, just let them write them into the book and make them integrated into the book mm. okay. and that's that's what you know that would be the job of the Dawnbringer book would be writing them into the books that, like the Iron Jaws contingent, writing them into the Iron Jaws army, but integrated so that they can play mm. together. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting. Well, so let's let's, let's talk over a couple of bits because I think there's some bits that are really interesting. Number one, if you'd have asked, I'll throw my pitch out there, and hopefully we can mm. move on. Like, and again, interesting what the chat think. I, if you'd have asked me a month ago, I'd have been like, why? Why do they exist? Like, what are you, what are you doing here? And also there's just a kind of quick kind of like throw it out there. Uh, I think when we see the old world uh, bring it come out, I think you'll be able to build armies very much like you can in Age of Sigmar now, where you build your army, you're getting main rules and they'll have something mm. akin to an army of renown as well uh, with their book. So number one, I think the reason we have them is because main studio want to try and one up specialist design studio, which is very funny. Uh, but like, mm. yeah, that's a kind of side note. Um, I think the, uh, I think the thing for me that if you'd asked me four weeks ago, I'd have been like, no, why are you overcomplicating this entire endeavor? Like, why then? Why is yeah. it? Why now do I have to play Sylvaneth and then I have to remember what the Sylvaneth, like army of renown, does? You know, like why do I have to remember mm. what dragons do in Stormcast and then what dragons do in another way? And I'd be like, it's just yeah. stupid, and I don't need it. And also, you know, you're not doing the job of like fixing rules that you made mistakes with. You know, you didn't give. You're not giving gluttons a four up armor save. You're not. Mm. You know, you're not fixing units that are bad in other armies and instead you're just you know trying to flog a new thing if you'd have asked if you'd have asked me four weeks ago now i'm super pro them like i am like one of their biggest fans i think there's two things to say number one there's a definite future where one of them is too good and that's a real problem like yeah. because balancing it is fairly hard because you have to change yeah. the rules versus change the points. If you change the points for a unit, like if you change Thunderer's points because they could have gone in the army of renown, that would then have you're been... messing them up in everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. that's a bad way. And so if you make one that's too strong, 
then you end up in a bad place. But I think there's mm -hmm. so like that's that's always a fear though, right? That's a true with the battle tome as well. But two things I think have happened, which I think are great. Number one, it's breathed uh, new life into loads of armies. Like if you're a Silverneth mm -hmm. fan, last like you know you got your book last year, you've got nothing really to be hype about. The best, the, the most exciting mm -hmm. thing that you kind of get in the cycle is you get the battle scroll update where you're like, oh, they've made. I don't know, for some reason they made Spite Revenants 30 points per 10 or something, or five, per 5. You're like, oh shit! I ain't lost Spite Revenants! Yeah, mm -hmm. like, you're like, you're excited. Uh, you know, and you're like, that's cool. Or like, they make Alariel 300 points. You're like, oh, finally, I'm going to get Alariel. Like, whatever. That's the only way that you got these things. Whereas the new Silver Army of Renown gives you a legitimately, A, a cool new character. So that's cool if that's yeah. your... Because lots of people are just one army people. That's to, like so they're like I've got yeah. my Silverneth guys and I'm hype, and then they're like right bring this out and you can play Silverneth. But also for like a, for competitive gamers like us or like mm. gamers who want to play something different. Previously, Silverneth didn't really appeal to me because of their like you know castle strike and fade mechanic. Like it felt mm. like it was good, but it was also a little bit twisted. I think that's why I like Simon's Tree Lord list so much because it felt like it really kind of attacked that paradigm of how the army wants to play. And then mm. with this, you can now legitimately just have an entire Silverneth army that's just going to yeet at you like an Iron Jaws army. Yeah. Just everything's going to, like, they've. Yeah. So just so you know, Nathan, the big bug gives you run and charge while Silverneth's in range, uh, which is cool. And then, uh, what was it? There's something. Oh, and retreat and charge on one unit. Okay. Yeah. And then Warsing, there's, uh, a, there's a command trait in the army for like plus three to move. Uh, like, so that's really you good. You can also, on a three up, turn trees into overgrown, like random pieces of terrain into overgrown terrain near the big bug. So you can teleport through it using your army teleport. Yeah. Uh, but the. Like. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But but the, my main point though is you've basically yeah. taken what was previously like a, a castle army that did like these little sniper yeah. attacks, and you've turned it into a, an or full frontal yeet into Iron your Jaws. face Iron yeah. Jaws army, and yeah. and that's actually because if you're like a if you love the aesthetic of Sylvaneth, corn is my perfect example for this. Right now, mm. you love corn, and you're like, I love killing stuff, and I'm like, well, did you know you're actually a control deck army? And that's your yeah. main strength. And they're like, uh, like in core players around the world, obviously unable to read, are like furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just... They can, but it takes it's, it takes three blood tithe points to read, and unfortunately they they keep spending them on ones to move d6 in the movement phase. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the the big thing though. Like I actually quite like the Sylvaneth one. Super cool in what it changes. The um the honestly the ko one now with those balances i really like as well not giving ko access to the big ships and a ton of their other stuff and make being like you need to make do with limited resources now that they can't take huge units and teleport big units of 30 i'm i'm all for it because this encourages like almost one boat to one unit kind of a thing which is like feels like very vietnam like choppers with troops dropping off and everything like that i i, I dig that but then i think that there are some that just they don't actually add any. They don't make it exciting to play, and and that's a shame. Like it's a missed opportunity to change it up. But I I wouldn't get rid of them. Like I'd keep them because of that, because it gives you a new way to do it. They nailed it with Big Bug. Big Bug was perfect. Yeah, Big Bug. Big Bug it, was good. Big Bug was the example they should set for the others. In that it goes in in a regular Sylvaneth army, it's a new wonderful piece, and in a 
uh, in its own army, it gives a totally different way to play. The question is, like, technically because of its uh, keywords, Alariel can summon Big Bug, right? Uh, yeah, so yes, and also let's have a conversation. It could even be a unit of three, three Big Bugs, although it's got the single, it's a whole conversation. Yeah. But rules is written, absolutely. Will it, should a TO ever allow it? No. Never, uh, yeah. Like, so, but yeah. hilarious, like, because, of course, Sylvaneth players, those bastard Sylvaneth players, always looking for some <laughs> janky rules edge, because that's all Sylvaneth players are. They're the most, uh, they're biggest dickheads. Uh, they were like, I get to summon a tree. No, let him have it. Honestly, to me, I'm like, let him summon the big tree. Sylvaneth hasn't been hitting the top spots recently. Let him have it for a week before it goes away. Uh, yeah, so the... Uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of different ways. So, like, negatives in the future, potentially, but po and there's also one other kind of resounding negative we should talk about. But positives, at least from, like, a game design perspective, actually pretty cool for existing players, in my yeah. personal opinion. Like, Nathan, with Trugs, like, you know, like I know that when you play Gits, you like running all the different kind of units, you know, as a mix. Mm. Yeah. But like you know, with with Trug does something fairly unique. You know, he can have it so you you can't in Gits have it so that you turn off all shooting so that only, well, only you can only shoot you on sixes, right? Yeah. But you yeah. could be like, I'm gonna get loads of trolls, and if I play KO, I'm gonna have the most hilarious fucking time in the world, like because <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be dodging and diving like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's legitimately like an exciting prospect right or are you kind of mm. excited about that maybe or having those of fell waters with a five up ward yeah i mean that's quite fun and i can see it would be quite difficult to write that army of renowned ability into the gets like if you're just trying to integrate that into the gets book mm. but yeah so there yeah obviously there's there's some fun fun things that can be done like that and not disappointed that those are there mm -hmm. but it just yeah it does seem like a lot of stuff but well so i yes, mean that's so, not a bad reason for i don't know that's also a legit that's a legit i think there's <clears> two there's two things number one it's overwhelming because like you know this weekend if you're a stormcast player you've got a new miniature to play that's cool fire slayers yeah. you've got a new way to play it's not good but it's a new way to play you know, Silver Death, you've got a new way to play, so you hype about that as well. I can't forget what the fourth one is. Um, There's a fourth one. I forget. Ogres, the Moor Pit, of course. You've got the Ogre Army of Renown as well. So you've got this, this new way to play, uh, you know, in of itself. So you're in this, like... But then you, you might also be like, that's actually too much, Rob. That's a lot. Now I'm going to an event mm. next weekend. I don't know if I'm going to play Brods, Mega Stomp. I don't know what that does. Like, and now I'm worried mm. about this KO army. I wasn't really expecting that to happen. You know, all this other stuff. So I think mm. it, it really depends on how you, how you feel about releases and support. I think, if we're being honest, I think the fact that loads of armies get a little bit of an update before, you know, an addition refresh is actually kind of mm. nice. I think, honestly, I think it's kind of nice. If we've got like a Nurgle one, you know, a good Nurgle update, I think that would be really cool because it was quite old. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a Cruel Boys specific one, not Big War. I think that would be cool as well. I'd love to see a Zinch one. Yeah, I'd love to see a Zinch one. Oh, a Zinch. Give me Combat Zinch. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Give me Combat Birds. Mm. Remember, there used to be like a weird combo. I don't know if it still exists because I, I, anytime I look at a Zinch book, it's like my eyes cross and I start speaking in tongues. But... It, there used to be one where like you could give a bird the sword and then he could cast spells on himself to buff him up to be like a combat bird 
and you were like what is it it's a bird thirster get in there and like i really i'd love to see the return of combat zinch yeah bird thirster would be great. yeah yeah now i want that down army of renown bird thirsters bird thirsters <laughs> yeah i want okay. bird, i want combat birds leading combat that little doody dudes in yeah Sangles. yeah um yeah uh several one making thunder lizards would be good thunder lizards are very good like they're very good but anyway uh let's um uh like kind of like swing this around so that's that's the, those are the major positives so i guess it really depends on how you the listener feel about whether or not it's too much content or not enough content there is another big negative as well and another big positive i think the other big negative is that age of sigma 4 is next summer it's july mm. it's like clockwork it's like that's already when it's going to be it'll probably be like i don't know july 14th that's just a guess and it'll be somewhere two weeks either side of that because that's the middle of the month right so that's when the new age of sigmar's out so you know you might go into this being like i'm gonna buy all the carriage and overlords as an example and they might not work as an army in nine months and that's actually a big negative i think yeah um because i think yeah i'm not i'm not a huge fan of that uh and i think there's a lot of people who might get really excited not really knowing that that's the case uh, because obviously they don't announce that, so I, I think that's a negative. What do you two think? Or you, you know, is nine months long enough? You know, how do you buy an army? Nathan, obviously you bought one Gits army, and it's your Gits army for life, yo. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think uh, some of them obviously you can still play in in the normal book, so you could play Trugs Choghood as Glogs Choghood. Or whatever mm-hmm. there's the the chalk herd in in the gets book mm. um so hopefully it's obviously it's not cool for the people that are buying the stuff if uh they then have to ditch half their models so that they can play it back in the book but hopefully they uh, keep that down to a bare minimum then yeah okay mm. yeah i think i uh, i think that's a toughie if i'm honest yeah, i think that's yeah. a toughie for some yeah, people yeah, dan what do you think Ah, it's, it's, that's the big tear, right? And it was the same, it was kind of cool. Like I remember, uh, end times for Warhammer fantasy when suddenly we could do all these cool things and take all these cool armies. And it, it really felt like it was breathing this fresh life into, to the way you built armies and played games. And then it ended. And I think, and that was really tricky. So I, I love the freshness um yeah it's just like mentos they're fresh making all over the place but i'm a little yeah the the idea that like your book book army what you put together it's not going to be perfect but it's going to be uh you'll almost certainly be able to port it across to the new edition these if you're going in for an army of renown you know you're going in for a very specific skew like a very unique thing and there's a pretty good chance it doesn't hold up on the other side yeah which means you that's and i don't know if i love that like i i yeah yeah it feels like it could could feel a lot like a cash grab if it isn't handled elegantly going into fourth edition also kind of like a point to make someone is going to in the youtube comments be like rob they're just 
te playtesting for 4th edition. This is exactly the conversation we had when all the fucked up stuff happened at the end of 2nd edition going into 3rd yeah. edition. And it turns out none of that was true. Yeah, <laughs> It was literally somebody who was like, what should we do? We need to make some more rules. <laughs> all right, I've done a line. Let's go. And you're like, what are you doing? Making an army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it right now. Right. So the uh, so that's not true because because of de like time, Fourth edition is written. The time we're at now, nine months before the launch, it's already completely written. It's off in China, getting printed, and then being sent over here in the UK. So it's already being printed. It's already on the way, if that makes sense. Uh, so that's done. So none of, none, like, none of what we're seeing is going to, in any way, they're not going to, like, you aren't going to tomorrow buy a Silver Death Army, build it, paint it, which will take you till at least the new year, maybe longer, and then play it in two games, and they're gonna be like, "Good feedback. We'll change the whole of fourth edition based Everything. on everything." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are we gonna do? Uh, okay, go, go. You know, remember the last time we needed to do this, the Suez? Yeah, the Suez. We're gonna need to jam that book and toss them <laughs> all over the side. Uh, Get it in. Reprint the lot. Yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with that still. I I love that boat ruined the whole Earth. One boat. Yeah. That's good. What have we? Did we realize that maybe putting that much pressure on one shipping lane was a bad idea? No. Also, my assumption is that all the people that captain those boats are paid, like, literally pennies. Like, I don't imagine it's a well-paid job, so that makes me laugh. Right, anyway, uh, <laughs> not that it's not that they don't get paid well. I would love them to get paid well, burn down the billionaires and give them to the ship captains or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. the boat the boat boys. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> fourth edition's around the corner but i got one more i got i got one more thing to say and it is so incongruent with what we've just said that okay. i can't handle it like i said four weeks ago if you asked me about this i'd be like oh fuck like this this sucks and i've changed like you know changing the way armies play is really exciting loads of new miniatures for loads of different releases is cool but most importantly I think the armies of renown, based on YouTube comments, personal experiences. Obviously, we went to Castle recently, and Louise played. She played with the Trugs Mega Mob. All of these different experiences have been really interesting, and watching people react to them, being like, "Cool, I want to get into Age of Sigmar. I'm gonna just buy and build that army." They don't yeah. have to. They don't have to ask a million questions. It's it's mm -hmm. it's a single page most of the time. It's the command traits, the artifacts, the battle tactics one page and then yeah. you can only buy these three or four models and it's mm. so good for getting new players in therefore it's so disastrous that they've done it at the end of an edition that like it's it, it's it's both brilliant and stupid like if they did that at the start of the edition you know like if fourth edition is indexes which we should talk about in another week if it's indexes and then there's like two armies of renown in addition that gives you three ways to play the core way a couple of armies of renown and that's great and that's a great way to onboard new people but right now you might onboard new people and their army will be ruined by fourth edition and all i can think is that they know that's true and they're just stealing people's money like i like, i can't get that out of my head dan like i can't I like I wonder if these books were meant to launch because remember the the start of this edition was the Dawnbringer edition, you know, yeah. like it was all about that. Like, I mean, I've got I've got the coins that came with the 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 cool little coin Malleus that came with your your Dominion box. 
So I wonder if these books were meant to drop at like closer to launch of this edition to be like, this is the story of the edition. And maybe there was a, a development delay or something like that. And they've gotten kind of like crammed in towards the very end of it. Well, a good point also to, to point out is that um, uh, like, is that there's so many monster releases like the new cruel boys kit is like anti-monsters fire slayers anti-monsters and it's the end of three years of monsters it's like it's kind of it feels like they start the edition they're like we're doing monsters guys and then miniatures guys are like are we that's cool and then three years later you get some miniatures stuff like you get some monster stuff you're like next season bows and they're going to be like, oh, my God, we've got so many more monster things coming out. Uh, he didn't tell us. <laughs> Please relent. Yeah. I don't really know why all the monster stuff's at the end. It's very weird. So, Nath, what do you think about the onboarding of like new players and fourth edition? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, and I agree, actually, thinking about it, that the Armies of Renown thing is a cool way for a new player to pick up. You're right. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of an of an edition, that would be a perfect time to to set that uh, mechanic up. Uh, and it's a bit worrying to see what will happen, but hopefully the new people will get into it enough, and then they'll have the the bones of an army, and then they can expand mm -hmm. it into the core books. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think I think one of the things that's quite interesting though is like. You know, they, they you bite you bite someone in, don't you? You're like, oh, the game is good. Here you go. Like, I, and I'm attributing to malice what I can attribute to stupidity. So I probably, I probably should just be like, they're just not thinking it through. Um, but I think, uh, I guess the real question and the kind of the final question is, is when fourth edition does roll around because we're going to get eight more, um, or four to eight more kind of armies of renown that are going to be released. Unless they start doing heroes of renown, in which case, yeah, I'm I qu I'm quitting. Renown. I'm just I'm out and out mm. quitting for like a week. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. Nah, I'll be lifting them weights. I'll be like, give me more. Give me feed me, feed me more. Uh, so my question because the more of them they feed me, the more chance there is there's one I love. Yeah. So the uh, the question is is when fourth edition does come around, and I know nothing about it. We don't know it's going to be indexes. It might be. It might not be. But if it does end up being indexes, or even if it's just like we have now. Would you like to see Armies of Renown stick around? I guess that's a real question from me to everyone else uh, in the chat to kind of round it off. I think I would like to see it because I think it's, I honestly think for new people, it's wicked. You know, like, is it good, this Army of Renown? It doesn't matter. You're terrible. Just buy the box. Paint some models, play some <laughs> games, right? Like, it makes that bit easier. And I'm all for... Yeah, learn the game. Yeah, exactly. Learn the game. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm quite familiar with the game, and for my dead elf army, I'm doing Soul Blight, and I knew I wanted a big, pretty Nagash conversion as my centerpiece, right? And so I was like, sweet, I start with Nagash, but then I'm like, all right, well, these are the kind of the other things I want to put together, but I still want to put together an army that can play the game. And like going through it, it's like I feel quite confident with war dollies and Warhammer and armies and list building and things, not perfect, but confident. And I was like, holy crap like where do i start there's yeah. so many sub factions with so many abilities and spells and artifacts and they it's it's cool i love that all those sub factions lean towards a certain like certain unit types certain styles of play rah 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 however i was also like 
whole like just trying to wrap my head around the amount that I need to do to be able to build this list and understand because a Legion of Blood versus a Virkos versus an Avangori, like it's so tricky to know which is which. And anyway, and like I think that for someone being like, I'd like to get into KO and being like, hey, here's a really cool, straightforward thing mm. with like foot heroes, one unit type, and this, and you get to have a rad SEAL team like like special forces commando vibe to your army i'd be like feed me yes i agree i agree nathan what are your thoughts what do you think yeah well, yeah i like the way that dad's just described that uh definitely uh because some i uh, like you know you said the the soul bike book's insane like all the different variety mm. of things that you can choose from the ko book is similar with all the different mm. footnotes and this yeah it is and what notes and you like which uh, barrack are you from and all of that. Mm. So it can be quite intimidating for somebody that that has seen the models and then wants to pick it up and try and play the game. Mm. Uh, having these armies of renown. So maybe, yeah, if they can build something like that into each book as just like a little starter type, like army of renown basic army of renown that you can use to get into the book and then from mm. there you can branch branch out yeah I, that's I, cool i think i think uh, like uh, important to note that the games workshop runs on a minimal viable product process so they only like everything they do is just like the cheapest and quickest thing that they can produce so i want to be clear that's no disrespect to the the creators the creators just get underfunded to do their job so th that's a kind of perfect world situation but i don't hate that idea like i love like a stepping stone you know like you buy the starter box that happens to be close to a very good you know uh 500 800 point kind of mm. army that you can play versus other starter boxes that would be immense they're not ever going to do that. Like, that's way too much. Yeah. Like, they, they won't do that mm. for 40k. They're never doing it for Age of Sigmar. But there is a perfect world where that exists. That would be really cool, I think. Um, I think right now, I think all of that stuff, you know, onboarding new players and all that other stuff is a little bit... It just gets to be a side conversation because us as, you know, if you're listening to this and watching this, you're, you're a fan of Age of Sigmar or just of the Honest Wargamer crew because we are great. Um, or you just like gorgeous bearded men. Exactly. That's also a possibility. Like exactly. I would love to know if one of the people who tunes in on a regular basis is just like they've muted and then just stare lustfully <laughs> into our eyes in turn and are like, how luscious is that facial hair? <laughs> yeah. And if you're out there, thank you. Uh, I also like love to look at a man's beard. It fills me yeah. with joy. It's a pity that he can't hear you because he's just got you on mute and he's just looking at your beard. Oh, no, that's true. That's saying. true. But that's okay. I want everyone to know that I'm okay with that person. Just being like, what what fantastic facial follicles these gentlemen have. Uh, but like the uh, but I, but but in all seriousness, like I'm stoked. Like uh, like you know, I was uh, I was played at an event at the weekend. I didn't tell you about playing at the event at the weekend. Fuck. Mm. I forgot to do that. Do you, I might tell you well, then if that's okay. Oh, let me let me finish this point. And I'll tell you if that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just I just wanted to say like the, the like you know all the kind of content. The NDA people got some info and they put some info out on Saturday. Yeah, like um and then you know the the room was a buzz. Like oh, what do the dragons do? That's cool. Oh, I'm definitely going to get big bug. 
Big Bug's really cool. Um, so much so that like uh, <laughs> Tom and Brett, round five, who were playing close to the bottom tables, they were like, Rob, have you got some spare bases? And I was like, why? And they were like, oh, because Brett was using his Silverneth. He's like, I'm just going to try Big Bug out. Like round five, and I was like, "Whatever you want, boys." Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, that's fine with me. Right, so everyone was having a good time, but the enthusiasm was awesome, and it wasn't just because you know, as a cities guy now, uh, which is what I am. Like, I'm, I'm hyped <laughs> if there's a new, a new cities release, but also I was excited because Stormcast can ally into cities, and I was like, "Oh, Ionis is like really creepy and weird, but also really good in cities. Like, you could use Big Bug in cities; that's cool as well." So there's like a some really like. Like it's it's exciting for everybody pretty much. And I'm actually really happy about that because it's fun seeing everyone buzzing about mm. like a release. And it's not everyone, obviously. Like I think some people are feeling a bit salty, like death players are feeling salty and like whatever. Um and chaos players may be feeling a bit salty. But I'm sure they'll that'll happen. And it's it's just yeah. really exciting. And most people normally also have more than one army, you know? Yeah. I was like this close to the other day. I was like, yeah, let's just go all in on Sylvaneth. Let's just do that. That's great. You can paint that up in yeah. minutes, right? Like, because it's just a brown uh, or whatever. So, yeah, I I, <laughs> yeah. I actually think we're in a we're in a, a content-rich environment. And it's actually quite exciting. That's what I'm going yeah. to throw out there. That's my thoughts oh, yeah. to round it off. Yeah. Cool. Good. Good. All right. Nice. Uh, tell us about your event on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's what we want to know. What did you take? Because I saw a bunch of people tweeting, being like, "If you haven't been to an event at the TSN yet, it absolutely slaps and it's rad." So it's just because the toilets like a toilet. Toilet downstairs. Eleven out of ten. Hand dryer doesn't Ooh. work though. Hand dryer no. broken. So. Oh dear. I know. Uh, no, uh, the hand dryer in the main toilet upstairs does work. In fact. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, the tables were great. Terrain was fantastic. It looked like it was painted like by a legend. Um, and then uh, the tier was. What do you mean? Looked like was it painted by a legend, or it just looked like that? Like it's actually painted by a bastard, but it looks like it was painted by a legend. That's Dan. You've literally described me. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. good yeah. Yep, correct. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Painting um, level legendary. Personality bastard. Yeah. Uh, it was good. It was uh, so I was running the event. I had to spare player, so therefore I got to play. I don't really understand spare player this is one of those cultural things that's happened also in warhammer that i find really odd like one time i had math mallow be the spare player and he just won the event and i was yeah, like because i just I, I just paired him i yeah. think maybe the spare player's job is to babysit the the bottom tables nah. and i'm like it's it not. should it should be like a house robot like fuck <laughs> your spare player all your spare player is in in my eyes is someone that the to's brought along and if they've got even numbers that spare player assists the to and if they don't have even numbers they get a free ticket to the event because like the idea was yeah. like oh this person needs to lose or like i actually had this conversation at the tournament that i was just at with a couple of people i was like if you bring a spare player maybe get, don't let them bring an optimal list why you know, like say you, you can't but but i don't know like for for whatever reason to give him a handicap but then let him kick seven shades of shit out of everyone like i the spare player if i come up against them i want to play them like i i've only ever played it in one event where i came up i think i came up against a spare player round one because i got my absolute nuts stomped and i know some people are into that i wasn't and neither were my dwarves at that point in time round one full stomping spare player was my game round two and it was literally like just a gimme like we i was like why did we even play this game like it was fun chatting to you 
but you may you brought a terrible army you made terrible decisions and you just let me win the game i don't i didn't come here for that like i like i want to if there's a spare player they are just another player and if they win the event fucking then none of the other players deserved it exactly exactly well okay so like so i i saw i had to run the event and i was spare player and thankfully it wasn't like it wasn't like full house but it was still pretty busy um and then i just played spare player uh, for the weekend and so i took the event so i remember i painted an army in a day before castle to go oh, play yeah. a the annihilators the yeah. annihilators so i played the annihilator list which was super cool uh so just for everyone at home it's four knight valexas with meteoric standard a lord imperitant with master of magic and arcane tome and then it's five units of three annihilators with shields one unit of annihilators with grand hammers but it's a unit six and then two units of three aether wings two units, yeah two units of three aether wings which is fun and then i just had easily one of the best gaming weekends of my entire life like mm. easily one of the best like everyone who i played was just an 11 out of 10 person which was like that mm. but that makes it much easier i went three two um like i played i played <coughs> i played farron at the start he was playing nurgle with glockin and that caused a real problem for me because number one his whole army is a five up ward safe so like <laughs> and for people who don't know how it works you just drop you basically drop four meteors so everything within six inches takes d3 mortal wounds you do that four times so it's like four d3 uh and then you drop annihilators down and when they land they do some mortal wounds when they charge they're ogres on the charge so whatever the charge result is four up is mortal wounds and i'm doing that seven times uh and then the comet does aoe mortal wounds as well so like on the turn where you go and i'll tell you about that uh it's the future like it's so good but like so i play farron and then one of the main ways that the army does damage is mortal wounds and also charging uh mm-hmm. and then farron was running glockin um and he was running uh the three magoth lords and some playbearers basically i would drop down Ooh. and he would just then charge either the glockin or the playbearers at me and then sloppy bar pipe at me and be like can't charge can't pile in i was like oh no this sucks and then he just five up warded loads of the other stuff as well so that was a real challenging match i, I think i did quite well it was three objectives uh, across the set mm. not across the center but diagonally and yeah. and basically turns i went really big on turn three because uh, i took the kind of the top right objective and i was like so i don't need to fight for three i just need to fight for two and then um and i was kind of okay in the middle and then it just fell apart and it didn't work so i was close it was close but it's also the first time i played the army <laughs> like, so I was like okay yeah <laughs> but yeah. like but he did great he kept counter charging with the nurgle stuff it was really fun uh glockin's so good the counter charge stuff is so good like massive fan of that at the minute it was really fun uh, and he was wonderful to play then i played uh toby oh my god toby nathan toby's as yeah. mental as you are like, Did he bring all the spiders again? He brought so many fucking... He was dressed as a spider for a start. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. S-tier immediately. Immediately. He was dressed as a spider. Uh, yeah. He kept giving me spiders. He had... <laughs> his whole army was spiders and all sorts of other sure. nonsense. Uh, but basically, first turn, he was playing glue spike gits. Uh, he set up. Uh, and then uh, I just gave him the turn because I'm a two drop. He moved his army kind of into the mid board. I ran my whole army. Uh, don't forget, all of the annihilators are off the board. So I just run five heroes and two units of aether wings. Uh, then I got one the prio. I took it, and then I just and I mean this nuked his army like <laughs> nuked it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. I was fucking. 
it was just a disaster for him, right? It was like I was, it was, I was like I was just channeling George Bush is what I was doing. I was just like <laughs> fucking shock and awe. Um, and then what did I kill? On, on one turn, I killed like uh, I just killed everything. I killed all of his wizards yeah. in, in one hero phase. Then I killed his scuttle boss in one hero phase, uh, and then I just dropped everything. And then it became quite challenging actually because. Um, I got some okay charges, uh, and rock guts are just fairly tough to get rid of. Three up armor save, all out defense, and a five up ward. That just doesn't go away very quickly. And then the annihilators with a two up armor save sound good, but if you fight anything with Ren two, they just—it's nine wounds with a two up armor yeah. save. It falls apart. Yeah. So that was my experience. Um, but yeah, loved that. That was fun. And then, and then I played. Then I was like, oh shit. And also, you got to remember. I was in complete aggro mode because I just tried to beat Nurgle up and it was like saving everything and there were ward saves. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, do not give up. Yeah. You got to put all of yeah, the pressure that, in. That was, so my last game not to, to derail was against Iron Jaws and turn one, he was so aggressive and around the board. I dropped my Bulgore turn two and I like was literally looking at them being like, you need to work this turn. My only chance is for you to out damage them. And if you, if you go, if you spike, if you go good, we've got this. If you fuck up, it's all over. And fortunately, in that game, the Bulgore did do their work. But I, I completely know that attitude where I was just like, my only way is to out Iron Jaw the Iron Jaws. And somehow it, it came off. So I feel like you just did that because Nurgle was so resistant to it that you were like Superman not knowing how strong his punch is. Yeah, and you just fucking exactly. took an old lady's head off. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly my attitude. I went into it and I was like, like at the end of turn one, because it, it was, oh, sorry, end of turn, my turn two, Toby had like mm. just a couple of trolls left and Trug, <laughs> who's a bastard to get rid of. Yeah. And I was like, right, okay. And that's all he had. And turn four, he had nothing. But the entire time I was like, no, you need to do 9 million damage to one <laughs> spider rider. Is, get it in. Uh, and then I played and then I played Ben with his Sylvaneth. And if anything, it was even worse. I was like, oh, shit. How am I going to deal with this? What am I going to do? Like, okay, all right. I, I'm in range. And then me and, Den had, me and Ben had this miscommunication as well. Because I won the, he was a two drop. I was a two drop. I rolled off. He was like, and I was like, oh, I've won the roll-off. Obviously, I'm going to take the turn. Like, is, you know, I'm going to get the choice. But I was tired, and I was doing all the, the, the bar stuff as well. I was like, I'll do drinks. Just put your models down. And I just... Because I only deploy two units of Aether Wings and five heroes. That's all I deploy. So I just deploy it. I'm like, can you charge me on the first turn? No. Right on the front line. It's just where it is. Yeah? And I like deployed it and left. And then he deployed his stuff. And then, but he deployed his stuff first and I put all my stuff down. And then he was like, oh, I get the choice. And I was like, oh, I'm so confused. Did I not tell you that I was going to take the choice? I was like, what's happening here? And then we just talked about it. And then he was like, he was like, you said drop your models. I was like, I, I did, but it's because I'd already deployed my stuff. So like we had a chat and then I was like, let's re-rack. And then, so I took all my models off. He took all his models off and then I just put all my models on in exactly the same place, all of them. Yeah. And then he was like, okay shit what do i do uh and because because it was that battle plan where um yeah. where you where you in the box yeah you know the one uh and so he put it there on the first turn i killed a warsong revenant a tree lord ancient dreicher 10 spite revenants uh oh and a, a branch witch that was turn one i was like oh. yeah and i said ben this is easily the worst game of warhammer you could ever have 
The TO's been a cunt to you, right? The TO's treating you like a piece of shit. Right? You're playing the TO, and he's treating you like shit. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, right? This sucks. Uh, but thankfully, because Ben had won a, a special prize we'd given out at the start, which was where we just randomly selected someone and gave them a uh, guinea pig based cake. Very weird. Uh, and then, yeah. Uh, it's just a, it was just a whole cake that was shaped like a guinea pig, and he'd never been to an event of mine before. And I was like, "You win this!" And then he gave him the cake, and he was like, "Ah!" Oh. And I was like, "One thing though, you're not allowed to share it." And he was like, "Where am I?" <laughs> he was like, that was his first day experience at the TSN Arena. Yeah, I the love, TO. I love the concept of giving someone a family-sized cake and being like, "You're out if you share." If yeah, I said to him. I said to him, "Disqualified if you share it." Yeah, and he was he fucking good go. He ate half of it in the first day. Bless him. <laughs> right, but I'm doing some. Egg- I see. Okay, Rob, <laughs> doing some NK Ultra I shit. Re- yeah, I want to raise you your next your next event. Have a bucket of like Carolina Reaper as hot as you can get at Wings and give it to someone. Be like, you can't share. You have to eat all of them. But if you eat all of them, you just win the tournament. You win. Like, you just win. It's yours. You get the top spot no matter what. You can lose all five games. But if you finish this bucket of Wings by the end of the event, you get it. Uh, he, he and was then, like... Nath, obviously, we need to make sure that the toilets are operational. Yeah. <laughs> he was great, though. But, like, but I honestly, like, several times. After our 45 minute game, you know, I said to him, I was like, I'm so sorry, because the army can only do that thing. When you land, you do the mortals. When you charge, you do the mortals. Like you don't have any like, it's not like I'm like, this is just how it works. Um, and unfortunately, Sylvaneth want to be in that little bubble. Like, they want to be in that castle, which makes well, them so susceptible. Well, and you're so forced into it by the battle plan, aren't you? You've got yeah. to stand in a small little box. Yeah, it's, it fucking sucked. I'm not going to lie to you. He also made, like, no ward saves uh, as well on the war song, which was sad. But then uh, the Sunday, I got to play, oh, I got to play Dom. Trugs Dom. We talked about you, oh, Nathan, yeah. for 10 minutes. What a superstar. Yeah. Um, he's just a great dude, isn't he? Like, yeah, yeah. just fun. Dom great human being and also like same so he's playing trugs mega mob uh i played this and this is a problem for me i gave him the first turn he got the ward save up uh and and i knew that was going to happen anyway um so he did the bonk stonks got a six five up ward save up uh we kind of traded on a couple of objectives because we were playing the pulse and then i just like turned to i was like let's just go dom let's just fucking go and i took out on the first turn i took out three full waters two uh, dank holds that was a unit uh the the dank hold boss and i took trug down to three wounds oh. like so close so i took out the general i took out the dank hold i took out the fell waters i took out two maybe three rock guts um it was fun and then it was just a real back and forth uh he swung back i swung back and then uh, he was really brave, turns three and four, where he went for uh, no ward saves, just went for extra attacks and just like, just kept just punching Stormcast like they were made of nothing. And they were like, he was like, grip one, stamp one, eat one. I was like, uh, ah! <laughs> uh, so that was really fun. And he ended up winning by a point. So that was, that was tough. <sighs> Yeah, it was game. really good game. Really good. He's also a fantastic player on the tabletop. And That's then it. armies of renown are busted, obviously. Absolutely busted. Yeah. Trucks. And then I played Trucks. Andy O'Reilly game five, 
uh, superstar. He brought his kid in later, Rowan. Shout out to Rowan. Rowan won best child at the event. He won a <laughs> giant bag of squigs. Giant bag of squigs. Yeah. Oh, 120 oh, squigs. Crikey. Yeah. Models or models. like models, model? okay, not real ones. Yeah, so like, yeah, like, no, obviously three D printed ones. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, what? Why do you have a hundred and twenty squigs that you don't? Oh, need? so last year for Worlds, someone needed me to print print them a squig army, and then I did the math wrong and I printed two squig armies, and then <laughs> he came to a kid. Bucket of squigs, and he has an AK forty-seven. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like, what is it? Uh, here, we're just going to give you some meth, uh, and then just a whole bunch of fireworks. Well, oh, sweet. Okay, great. Well, my brain were when okay, the kid can't read. He's like fourteen months old. So, <laughs> so what? You gave him resin in a in a in a, a bite-sized amount, a large bag of bite-sized toxic resin. Is that what you gave that child, Rob? I'm just saying that if I was if I was like, I'm pretty sure they're gonna look like grey nuggets. <laughs> that kid will either survive and become the best quick player in the world, yeah, or yeah. Um, anyway, or not, uh, yeah, or not. <laughs> going one of two ways <laughs> i don't get to choose uh shout, <laughs> shout out to andy's wife andy's wife if your child uh goes with the squigs i apologize it's not my fault or well, it is my fault <laughs> just roll the four up you might come back yeah exactly let's go <laughs> out of rob's toilet and then so i then i played andy with his soul black grave lords which i was like oh shit this is going to be quite tough actually um, you know, because he's got he had Neferata, he had a vampire lord on zombie dragon. I was like, again, mm. healing's a bit of an issue because the army does a lot of chip damage, so mm. like you know, it does damage over time. And then, uh, he had some zombies, he had some black knights, there's a bunch of stuff. And I was like, oh no, he had some skeletons and some black knights. I was like, okay, here we go. Uh, and then I gave him the first turn, and then he was like, right, my two guys are ethereal, Neferata's ethereal now, this is ethereal, let's go. And then my army just went okay let's just do it i just dropped everything i charged everything i made every charge so that's so you gotta remember so annihilators what happens is when you make a charge with annihilators you roll the number of dice equal to the charge value and any mm. four up is a mortal wound but you deploy mm -hmm. nine inches away and when you drop you get a re-rollable charge so i've got like five units so if i go big if i roll like four ten charges i'm basically doing 20 mortal wounds before i even yeah. swing uh, it's like playing Meat Fist. So I did yeah. that, and the banners didn't get the comet off. And the first turn, I killed Neferata, a Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, most of a unit of skeletons, um, a unit of s dogs or something. I don't remember. Something like that. And then something else. Um, and just yeeted it off the board. And that was it. It was game over, basically. Like, on the first <laughs> turn. Like, it's just, it's like, it's just like you, you could, Andy took it so fucking well as well. Andy was like, oh, shit. That is not great. And I was like, I love, I, <laughs> I love that you did that to Soul Blight too. Like, I think that's one of the. Th there are a few armies at the moment. Like, if bad things happen to Null Myriad, we're like, good, good. Let it continue to happen, please. Yeah. So, um, I talked to I talked with the players who I lost the games with, and you know, Dom's in Team England. Farron's been playing loads of events, you know, as well. So, like, I talked about them. What would I improve about the list? A, I could get more practice with it. It's definitely not a list you could play with friends because it sucks. Like. It just sucks. It's like, not a buddy list. Uh, uh, it's no. It's definitely no. <laughs> Nathan's like, oh, come over. I'll play a game. I'm like, 
well, I'm not going to play that. It fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but then I've written a, a better version, I think. So you can take uh, Night Judicators. Uh, they come with a unit of Griff Hounds. The reason that you take the Aether Wings is because that gives you enough units on the board that everything can go in Deep Strike. But when you take a Knight Judicator, then they do a couple of things. They're quite expensive. They're 60 points more than the, the Banner Man. But what happens is you end up with uh, two units of Griff Hounds instead. Uh, and they become their own independent unit. So you get basically one drop becomes two drops, which means you can put another unit in the sky. Does that make sense? Uh, so yeah. then you can drop the Aether Wings and recycle the Aether Wing points into the Knight Judicators. So the list I've written now is two Knight Judicators, four Banner Guys, seven Shield Annihilators. I've dropped the Hammer Guys. I've dropped them. And then the Comet. And then the idea no, is... No Imperitant? No Imperitant. So that's dropped within seven inches. But Dan, that's a coward's yeah. game because you want the 10-inch charge, right? You want the nine or 10-inch charge. Like, a se seven inches, like, whatever. I don't care. I just want to drop and hammer, right? But the the Judicators, the Knight Judicators are really good because they have a shooting attack, which is, like, damage yeah. three at 30 good inches. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and you could keep applying pressure from the early game as well. So, again, an obnoxious tournament list, but fun. And I hope my... Oh, also, this is kind of like a side note. But we did the, the voting for best sports, and uh, I got the highest best sports vote. I didn't give myself the best sports award because that was cunty to do, but I did get the highest. So, hmm. like, people oh. must have enjoyed the games. Well yeah, 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 thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but shout out to Brett who got the award. He got 19. Okay, so that's great. Yeah. Out of 25. That's amazing. So, you should be yeah. so that's, my, that's my report. I got 3-2. Had an amazing weekend. Can't wait to play more Warhammer. Just 11 out of 10. Uh, cool. Just, yeah, yeah. Wicked. Uh, yeah, yeah, so good. And, and also, if you want to play it, Ward, at least. if you yeah. want to play it, you can build and paint that army in like I don't know a day, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's so. I, good. I like that it's identical models over and over again, so you can batch paint so easily. Oh, and, uh, yeah, it's the same model all the time. It, 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 also, the army is tiny. You could literally yeah. stick it in a carrier bag or some pockets. Yeah. Like it's not fragile. It's just like a fucking bag of guys. You need like ten dice. That's literally all you need. Yeah, like you got. It's <laughs> all you ever need. You could do it with that. some nine-inch sticks, ten dice, and just go slot machine hunting, like Joel in the chat is saying. Yeah, which is so good. The best bit: get your opponent to roll the charge rolls. Be like, roll that. Yeah, that'll suck for you if you roll well. Yeah, really fun. Okay. <laughs> it's like I love rolling for priority and not looking at the dice result, just looking at my opponent and being like, "Did I win?" Uh, yeah, no, you it's, did like, it. it's, it's the same thing, you know. Like it's you, you play the mind game, and like I like that being like, "Hey, can you roll my charge rolls, please?" Yeah, it's so fun. It was really fun, but also similarly, like I, I was buzzing sometimes when I would just drop all the nukes. I was like, "I am buzzing," but also <laughs> this sucks for you. Like I, I rolled the full Yahtzee, a four banner men, which is four d three mortal wounds. I just did twelve mortal wounds straight away. Yeah, like straight off. And I was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Dave's pointing that out in the chat. Like making your opponent roll the charges after you've just mortal wound bombed them is insane. It was so with the, playing against against the Meat King, playing against Carson, the bloke here who's just dominating with uh, with Meat Fist. Mm. Uh, he rolled a number of large charges and, and we, we spoke about it and he's like, yeah, but that's because if I'm within 12, I'll roll a charge. So I miss as, I miss more than I hit, but you remember those big 12s. And now that you say that, thinking about it, him rolling big charges would have 
been infinitely more like crippling to me as a human being if he'd made me roll those big charges. <laughs> and then I like, I'm like, that's a 10, so you can roll 10 dice now to mortal wound me on that charge I rolled. Like that would have been the next level in breaking your opponent's spirit. Yeah. And I like it. I like when people go after their opponent's spirit, but in a way that's not like, it's not aggressive. I'm saying, hey, can you roll my charges for me? If Ooh. you fail them, that's yeah. fine for you. That's great for you, and it's bad for me. But if you succeed, I do have an MVP for the list, though, and it's the Aether Wings, right? Because everyone was so focused on these absolute dickheads doing all these mortal wounds and charging that, like, I was scoring like surround border. I was do like those Aether Wings scored me all of the battle tactics. They <laughs> held objectives because they were like, "Hmm, go chase three fucking birds." Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah, like, all of these hammer dickheads are about to come and land and chase me. And I was like, amazing. Yeah. Like, it's really good. So, yeah, super hype about that. Hype that you get those for free with the Night Judicators. That's really fun. Uh, so good. Anyway, okay, that's, we'll, we'll wrap up the show today. Um, <laughs> thank you so much cool. for, to Nathan and Dan. Uh, Nathan, let's try and get a game in soon, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bet I'll bet we'll learn some, some games for this thing that's coming up whenever it is soon i think so what you mean is war in the war in the heartlands but what me yeah. and dan mean is being the social media lead for age of sigma worlds oh of that as well yeah, yeah. yeah slash the latex bunny daddy <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, important role i don't want i don't want people like as, as like the the very social important the social media lead incredibly important latex bunny daddy mascot like possibly more so let's just make sure we, we don't let that slide on the priority <laughs> let's list. Let's do it. Uh, what do you, Dan, are you going to get any games in anytime soon? Yeah, I can't. I've got games coming up. Super excited. Uh, sadly, I don't think I've got any tournaments until next year, which is heartbreaking. I'd love to get, get to some down in the US and onto the other side of the country, but I just I don't know of any that I can make, which is really sad. But uh, got some games, and our, our kind of club is doing this cool... Um, What's the like club not called? Not just a club... Warp Dice. Warp Dice. Let's go. Shout out to the Warp um, Dice crew. Uh, we're doing like, it's not just like a, we're doing a club game day, but then the week after, uh, one of our, one of our like head honchos, Darren, who's just an absolute legend. He's got a full gaming basement suite that's gorgeous and a hidden reveal wall D&D &D room that becomes like a dungeon. It's rad. Um, I'm told it's not a sex thing, but I'd sex in there. Um, not that I would, Darren. It's too beautiful. I'd never take advantage of our friendship like that. Uh, but uh, but unless you're into it, Darren, and then maybe we could kiss. Uh, but the, we're doing also like a, a new player day as well, which I think is really cool because there's a bunch of people who've been like, oh, I want to learn. So we're putting together like a bunch of little thousand point lists in some with some of the armies we have. Oh, that's and cute. There are a bunch of people who've never played who uh, uh, or ha haven't been in the game for a very very long time, so they can come and and give it a shot and get into it because cool. it's golden age of war dollies. It's a good time. I mean, you know what'll be really easy for them to get into the game, Rob? An army Regiments renown, baby. Uh, army renown. Army renown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It it it, it really would. Terrain of renown. Terrain, yeah, terrain of renown. Terrain of renown. <laughs> now, Nathan, you laugh. But the uh, but the but no no the ogre army of renown features. Do you know this? That there's a new. You know how they have the more pot. Yeah. They now have a new piece of terrain called the more pit, and you can either have the more pot or the more pit. So there oh. is already terrain of renown. Wow. There's terrain of renown. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 And the more so. pot. My favorite rule with the more pot, Nath. You'll probably love this. More pot or the more pit. 
the more pit sorry yeah. Yeah. The more pit you know how a monster can smash something to rubble yeah if you fail to smash the more pit to rubble it has a rule called Fall it fights it. back Oh, and it, it does 3d6 <laughs> mortal wounds to the monster that just failed. Nice. So it's like it goes and tries to punch this hole in the ground. And then the hole is like the Sarlacc from Star Wars and just goes <laughs> and just eats them. I'm like, perfect. that is possibly my favorite rule that has ever been released. Yeah, it's pretty it's funny. just a piece of terrain, that, which all, arguably the more pot should also have. Like if you punch there's, and you don't kill it, there's a chance you slip and just fall in the pot. Fall in the but pot, the yeah. more pit eating the monster that tries to smash it up is just perfection uh the uh it's so good it actually is a really good bit of terrain nath it does like aoe mortal wounds like it's like legit and there's like and you can use the more pit in normal ogres as well so now ogres players have got like this choice between the more pit and the more pot and basically if you're playing gluttons you take the pit but if you're playing like beast Gold raiders you take the pot uh which is quite fun also it looks like with teeth. <laughs> 3D6 queens coming up. Straight up, baby. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Right? Yeah. So the angry oh, fleshlight. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mussy is we've started calling it. Yeah, the mouth. Uh... <laughs> anyway, listen, if you've enjoyed the show, uh, then you can find Dan and Nathan on Twitter. Please do follow Nathan, especially he hates it. Uh, but Dan also because he's a ledge. Uh, so Dan unsupervised and at Nathan Prescott. Um, and if you have enjoyed the show, you can always... Dan and Nan and Nathan should also be on our Patreon Discord uh, as well. Um, so if you ever want to do join Patreon and hang out there, you're welcome to. Uh, it's Actually, a weird... I don't... Rob, I don't think I am. I'm going to sort so that out. I'll, to, sort, I'll do that yeah, now. Add me to it, and I'll just start. Like people can abuse me, and I'll can I abuse them back? Do we have to be nice there? Like it's the it's the Patreon Discord, so no, it's just full of absolute nutcases. So well, like, I'm just if they suck, like because there's, there's already enough Elf Dan shit out there, so I I don't need that in my my Discord life. Yeah, or at least could, I want to be able to swing back. <laughs> you can swing back. Don't worry. I'll bet you're a bomb. I, as I'm well. the minister for propaganda and slander. I'll just start a, a slander <laughs> campaign against the Patreon members. Yeah, and I will let everyone know. So when I do set up that that Discord, um, I will kind of like talk about it like on the show, obviously. And hopefully, we should be back to a schedule of every Monday, uh, like when we can and if we can, which would be really good. Uh, try and get some guests on as well because I enjoyed having Noah and some other people on. That was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but I hope you've all enjoyed the show. Thank you to Nathan and Dan for being my co-hosts for all of these years it's been an incredible six years only 11 left nathan and then we can fucking end it right <laughs> 11 left right <laughs> in 11 in 11 you old world it you like 11 it's the end times you start releasing these rambling insane uh streams and then blow up the whole studio yeah okay well, well listen lovely uh to talk to everyone see you soon and goodbye